Greetings! Welcome to Act Natural, the D&D podcast where players from across the world explore two sister campaigns set in the same homebrew world. This week's episode features the wild cards. To get the latest updates, find us on Facebook with our name Act Natural, or follow us on Twitter at actnatural underscore D&D. Now, on to the show. Last time on our adventure, Alexander was facing off with the guard who had seen through his deceptions. After a few rounds of combat and more guards and citizens arriving, Alexander knocked unconscious the guard who had assailed him and fled. Two other guards gave chase, but Alexander was able to turn invisible before being caught and escaped. Liberté, meanwhile, who was now on the scene, saved the unconscious guard with his healing potion. For his actions, he was brought to the guardhouse and reimbursed by Lieutenant Carver. After answering many questions from the party and awarding them the contract regarding the farmer, the lieutenant bid them adieu. The party reconvened and traded tales of what had happened and demanded better of Alexander the next time he got into a scrap. They then did some more shopping at the trading post while Jacques went to observe Ginny in case anything untold were to happen to her. Back at the Hungry Halfling, Taz identified the deck of cards at long last, gaining information about the fabled Deck of Deliverance, and gained some insight into its creator. While Alexander performed his nightly song, Liberté, Vesper, and Jacques went to see if they could find Thea, whom they had gained information about from Ginny. However, not knowing where her shop was or where her home was, or what she looked like, they eventually returned defeated. Later in the evening, the party then left to seek Eric, the farmer, who had contacted the lieutenant about his issue. While the party did not have directions at first, they were assisted by a passerby. After briefly getting some more information from Eric, the group began to set off towards the supposed scarecrow in the bean patch. And that is where we pick up. I was led to believe that it was a crow scare, but, um, you know... There's mistakes. As well. Oh yeah, cross scare. Cause I remember it was something really weird naming. I think it was because the lieutenant was just mispronouncing it. Yeah. Either that, or he's not from around here. That's the information I'm going with, and that's what I'm going to use. And then Liberté is not knowledgeable enough to realize that that's what happened, so he kept saying it the wrong way. All right. So you all are just on the outskirts of Eric's farmhouse. What would you all like to do? What time is it? It is late evening at this point. Probably between 10 and midnight. Uh, is that meant to be a map? Or... It's in the middle. If you don't have dark vision, you should only be able to see your token. Because it okay. is dark. Well, life makes sense again. Thank you, everyone. Thanks I did cast time. light on my sword. Okay, then go ahead and bring in a torch, and you can drag it around with you. And Alexander, I think... I had dancing lights. Okay, so you can go ahead and drag one in too, Alexander. Uh, okay, so we... Uh, I guess we have no leads. Um... Only that he pointed straight forward. Correct. The bean patch is down in this direction. Eric pointed to you where it was. Well, I think the only way to deal with this is to go check it out first. I can send the lights ahead when we get closer, and we can get a bit of an idea of what we're looking at. Right, so the 
Scarecrow, the farmer said, was 150 feet away from the house, and we traveled about 50 or 60. You guys are just now leaving, so you're not oh, that far away. Okay. And also, Vesper and me were, were supposed to be leaving. Yep. And I drop, drop my sword real quick. Or soft, right? I don't know. Okay, so we have to figure out how we can find this thing. Uh, does anybody have any way of detecting something specific? I would have felt something by now, I think. As a reminder, uh, Vesper, you did use one of your divine senses at the end of last game and did yes. not detect any uh, celestial fiends or undead. But you would know that that has a range. It is only 60 feet. Oh, we would have to continue further. Potentially. Alright. We just go on ahead then? Let's just stay together and head out. Okay. Again, we only know, like, straightforward. That's basically it. Okay, yeah, so we head straightforward. Okay. Are you just walking up, or are you all being stealthy? I don't think we're tr- we're trying to hide from it. I don't think there's much stealth we can do with these lights, and I can't see without them. So and also, I think it would be easier for it to find us than for us to find him or it. Uh, is everyone okay with that, or does everyone just go uh, stealth? I'm I'm good with that. I just think everyone should stand around me, so you're all likely to get stabbed before me. All right, that's fair. Put the people with the pointy things in the front. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. You all begin to move out towards the supposed bean patch. Not too much later, you all enter on the verge of it, and I will move you all to that map. Give me one moment. Uh, Josh, are the farmer's properties um, divided by fences? Is that what this the line is on this current map? That is the immediate area around like where his home and his barn is, but in terms of the actual farmland, you don't see a fence. Okay. And you guys can be farther back if you want. That's just all the bigger I made the map. So you can be back farther if you wish. Okay, so what is the distance of my vision? Uh, 60 feet. Okay, uh, so do I see anything within 60 feet of us? Make a perception check. Can I see if, uh, not see if I can hear anything? Go ahead and make one as well. Liberté, you see the bean patch that you were now standing in, not doing too good of a job to work on your promise that you weren't going to destroy his crops if you didn't have to. You look out and and you do see the um, outline of the scarecrow in the distance. You don't get too much of a visual on it, however. Jacques, you listen out very closely and you do hear some scuttling, some rustling, from all directions. Doesn't seem to be anything untoward. Most 
sounds most like, you know, animals. Nothing heavy. Nothing big. Could I send my light out towards where the scarecrow is? You may. I'm sitting on top of it, so... Whereabouts was it, roughly, that we spotted it? The scarecrow? Yeah, yeah. It's here. Right. The best. I'll just sort of hover it over the top there. Oh, that kind of scared me. Alexander, you have four, so you can put more on there if you wish. Yeah. So I can, as a ritual, cast Detect Magic, but only within 30 feet. I don't know if we want to do that first to see if there's anything, you know, up with it or if it's dormant right now. Are you expending another use? Uh, so what? What does what does that sense sense? Vesper, you would know it detects celestials, fiends, and undead. Do we think that the uh, crow scare is a celestial or a fiend or an undead? We don't know anything about it. I guess the only thing would be, uh, I guess, a closer inspection. I'm going to cast Mage Hand and poke it. I could send Charles to go check it out. Oh, that'd be awesome. Is that what we're doing? Alright. Does it do anything when I poke it? Oh, wait, are we actually, are we actually right next to it now, or are we still just like... Light? I'm 30 feet away, and that's the range of Mage Hand. Oh. Uh. You cast your Mage Hand, slowly send it forward... You can only reach that arm, probably, right? That front arm? Or can you reach the center? Uh, 30 feet arm. Yeah, so you reach your mage hand out and poke it. No reaction of any kind. Okay, so I'm going to start the ritual for Detect Magic. It takes 10 minutes. If this thing's not moving or threatening us, might as well just stare at it for a while. It's up to you guys. Does the rest of the party want to wait 10 minutes? Yeah, I'll stand guard. Can I, like, see the Ugh. area around it from where I am, or no? Make a perception check. Let's see. I'm going to do it right this time, I swear. I've been doing it wrong for a while. 16. Okay. Looking around the, the scarecrow, around where it is planted and the general vicinity... You notice that it is in between two distinct rows of vegetation. It seems to be planted on a single stake. That stake goes up about mm, seven or eight feet. And that stake seems to go up the back of the scarecrow as if any other. Kind of vegetation. Is it like what are the, what's the crops here? It's a bean patch. Correct. Beans. So there are low viney... Yes. Okay. Okay, I'm gonna go over to Vespa, and I'll, I'll just, uh, I'll ask, how far can you throw something? Depends on what it is. Well, uh, it's funny you might say that, and I'll poof out Charles into my hand, and I'm like, 
Uh, how far could you throw this? <laughs> Couldn't you just like let her walk across there? It's a sneak attack. I'm gonna look down at the cat. How big is the cat? He's like, um, the fat cat. Someone's gonna have to Americanize this for me because that's not gonna work. But um, uh... it looks like a traditional cat. Thank you. <laughs> there you go. Metric traditional. Yes, it is not grumpy cat. It is not the diabetes cat. It is a regular cat. Just like an American short hair cat, like regular. Sure. Yeah. You're uh, roughly a year old small boy. Just, you know. Are we making this too complicated? It's a scarecrow. I can throw him. Will it hurt him? Maybe. <laughs> Depends how well you throw him. Hmm. Think he has time to walk. But I want to throw the cat. Yeah, I want to throw <laughs> the cat as well. <laughs> There's literally no downside to this plan. Are you throwing it or not? I'm going to throw it. Hell yeah. Make a strength <laughs> check, Vesper. Alexander, roll a dexterity check for Charles. Okay, I'll have to open his page. Did you drag Charles onto the board? Uh, I have not yet. Okay. And are, are you moving up to do this, Vesper? Yes, I am. Okay. No, I'll move up. Where should I move up, though? I can... No, wrong, wrong way. No, you, you don't have to go for the three-pointer. You can... So you're going to get in front of Jacques? Or next to Jacques? Or... Right there. Okay. All right. Go ahead and make a strength check, Vesper. Thirteen. Okay. You kind of take Charles and a one and a two and a, and you chuck him forward. Go ahead and make a dexterity check for Charles. Go throw him like a football. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> okay. All the stats about cats bother me. <laughs> All right. So, Vesper, you... I'm going to say go ahead and make a dexterity save for Charles. Okay. For how bad that dex check was. Yeah, that was horrible. That was for him to grab onto the scarecrow, and he missed. So <laughs> now he's trying to land on his feet. Believe in you, Charles. It's better. Okay, <laughs> that's that's enough. So, Vesper, you chuck Charles, and you do it a little bit harder than was probably necessary. He goes flying through the air, just kind of claws out, scratching at the air. He actually, like, hits the hat of the head and goes flying past and lands over here. Sorry! Dang it. <laughs> anything happen? Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't seem to be any immediate reaction. It didn't work. Well, for a matter of opinion. I want to shoot it with an arrow. You have a bow? Yeah, I have a bow. He bought it at the oh, shop I didn't buy last it. time. We, I, we oh. got it from one of the people we killed at the mansion. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, I, I, I didn't, didn't remember you getting one. Fair enough. No, I've, I've had this sharp bow for a really long time. That's why I bought the arrows. Gotcha. 
It's all coming together. <laughs> Go ahead and make your attack roll. Um, 23, nice. I don't think I'm plus 5, though. Yeah, are, are you proficient? I don't think I am. Why is it giving me a plus 5? Yeah, so if you go into the short bow attack, where, wherever it is, and then uncheck proficient, it should take away your proficiency bonus. Yeah, there we go. I don't know why I didn't put that. I didn't do that. So <laughs> It doesn't automatically. Roll 20 assumes that if you're adding a weapon, you're, you're proficient with it. Okay, well, I got a 21. You pull out the arrow, pull it back, fire, it sticks in. It actually basically is hanging out the other side. Taz, you can kind of see this. Basically, the entire arrow went through because it's mostly straw, and just the feather tip end is what's holding it into the cloth, the far end. Hmm. No reaction? No reaction. All this time, I'm still yeah. doing the ritual. Well, I'll say at this point, Taz, that your your ritual is done. You send out detect magic. You detect the light spell on Jacques' shield. You detect dancing lights from Alexander. You detect Alexander's hat. You detect the deck of cards. You do not detect anything near the scarecrow. I also have a potion of healing. I think that would ding too, right? Yeah. I was just saying that for flavor, so. Okay. I'm going to have Charles go and climb up and sit on top of it. Okay. He just nimbles his way up, sits on top of the hat. All right, then, okay. This is clearly just a regular scarecrow. Hmm. Yeah, if it was something like a construct that was inert or waiting for a command, it would probably register on my spell, but this is getting nothing. It's not doing anything to Charles. I'm going to go get my arrow. Okay. You walk up to it. Uh -huh. I'm going to go get my cat. I grab my arrow. Okay. Alexander, as you walk up, you walk up and kind of wait for Charles to hop down. As you're waiting, you see him kind of look down at the ground and then get those really big pupils that cats get when they're about to pounce. And you look down at the ground and there seems to be a bunch of rats all around you. Oh, no. Hmm. What's taking so long? Is that, is that around me or Liberté as well? Like, just all around. You notice them here and here. Right. How many is a bunch, and do I see them? Make a perception check. Here you hear Alexander mention the rats, and you kind of look down and start moving your feet. You don't see any. Okay. If I can't reach my arrow, my mage hand will get it for me. Oh, you you can reach the arrow. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, I'm just standing where I am, and I'm I'm talking to Charles, and I'm like, you just you get down from there. Come on, get off. Wow. 
<laughs> and then lands on your arm. Thank you. So should we search this whole field then? Well, we could just light the scarecrow on fire, say we killed it, and take the money and leave. And we could also, it might also light the rest of the crop on fire as well. That's why we put it out after the scarecrow. Hmm. Do we really want to do that? I'm wondering if the scarecrow is not magical and not coming to life is somebody doing this to spook the farmer. Hello, uh, Tess, how about you uh, take a look up close to it? Search it. Jacques, as you're moving forward, you also see the rats. You actually move into them right there. So you you move in, and, and as you're stepping in, you're, there are a bunch of rats just crawling over your feet. It, it, it's probably a it's probably a couple inches worth of rats. I want to stab one of the ones in front of me if I can, and uh, I'll say, "Well, we're here to do an extermination, so we'll exterminate something." And I'll just attack one of the rats or the bunch of rats with my sword. Okay, go ahead and make an attack. No worries. Mm. I'll quickly remember how that works. Um, I think it's this. Hell yeah. 21. Okay, that hits. So you bring down your sword on... Which one are you attacking? The one on Jacques or the one right above The you? one in front of me. To the north? Yeah. Okay. So you bring down your sword. <laughs> you hear a, a bunch of them start to scramble. Jacques, the ones are on your feet also begin to scramble. Liberté, you also feel more rats begin to scramble. Everybody, let's go ahead and roll initiative. Oh, boy. Cat dropped. She's not in roll 20. Yeah, she's not in Discord either. Ooh, she did. Yeah. Connection problems, she said. Yeah. Uh, okay. All right. I will roll for her. You see four distinct... Areas of rats begin to swarm. Liberté, there is one underneath you. Oh. Oh, Liberté and Taz rolled the same. <laughs> you can go first, Liberté, since they're underneath you. We're, we're just going to go with what's on the turn order. All right. So Alexander comes down with his sword. You all see these rats begin to scurry all around. Uh, Liberté, it is your turn. Uh... I'm going to back off and take the attack of opportunity if that's what happens. I didn't stab any rats. I did nothing wrong. They will <laughs> take an attack on you. Well, that's a natural 20. Oh, oh no. <laughs> uh, so that is six points of piercing damage. Okay. Ouch. Ouch! Okay. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to, I'm going to magic missile, uh, the group that Jacques is surrounded by. All right, go ahead and roll it. 
Alright, that is... Nine total. Nine points of damage. So, Liberté, you back off. <clears throat> a bunch of rats take a chunk out of your foot. Ow, that really hurt. You coalesce the arcane energy, fire off the three darts. They slam into the one around Jacques. Alright, uh, long sword. Uh, uh, it's Taz's turn. Oh, it's Taz? Yeah, I was shooting at the uh, rats that were around you. Oh. That's why you said you. Yeah, do you, uh, anything as a bonus action, Liberté? No. Okay, Taz, you are up. Okay, I'm going to retreat. Uh, and then I'll use Eldritch Blast on the red ones. To the right. left of the, I guess that's the back of the Scarecrow? Yep. 14 to hit? 14 hits. They only have an armor class of 10. Okay, so 14 damage. Alright. You coalesce that black swirling energy, fire it straight off, and it just... Like an energy cannon, just drives straight through them. You do a pretty decent amount of damage. Um, Yeah, I don't need to do anything else, so... Hold where I'm at. Okay. Alexander. Alright. So I'll open this up. Um, I'm on 20 HP for some reason. I can't remember why, but that's probably relevant, so I'll keep it. Um, oh, yeah, it's because I got attacked. Uh, okay, so I'll. I'll go to the, to the rats in front of me, and I will. Uh, I'll have Charles jump up in the air for the help action and distract them, and while they're all looking at him, I will just stab as many as I can with the rapier. So I'll just... a few quick motions. Go for that attack roll. Attack with advantage. Yep, so I'll do that again, just for the same damage for the first one. Oh! Ugh. Ouch! You come down with your rapier, and unfortunately the rats seem to look up and notice Charles, and they scatter quickly. And right where your rapier comes down, you hit grass. You pull it back up, and there's like a piece of sod wedged on the edge of your rapier. You kind of twirl it off. Then they kind of coalesce back together. No damage. Oh, it was a good idea, buddy. And um, I'll I'll go. I'll pass. Jacques. I have uh, had my longsword, and I'll slash at, uh, slash at them. One-handed. Okay. The ones right below you, you come through, whoosh, you take off the heads of a few, do five points of slashing damage. Still not dead. Love. You think you've eliminated about half of the ones near your feet between you and Liberté. Yeah, they're still swarming, huh? Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to turn that in. It is the rat's turn. This one is going to move on to you, Jacques. And these are going to move on to you, Alexander. That is fair enough. Yep, two attacks each at Jacques and Alexander. Uh, Let me double check here. Uh, Okay, one of each. Okay. All right, so these are at Alexander. Okay. 17? Yep. 
That'll do it. All right. Nine <laughs> points of piercing damage. Yep. And the second one? 15 to hit. I think that hits because I am a bard. Yeah, 14. All right. Oh, so yeah. you take a total of 16 <laughs> points of piercing damage. Oh, as dude. the rut as the rats jump up and just start biting you all over your entire body. Thighs, calves, arms, a couple get up on your neck, and you're just trying to throw them off as best you can. Oh, dude. That is the ones at Alexander. Here are the ones at Jacques. 21 to hit. Oh, yes. It hits. Drop and roll. Six. And the second one. We're not on fire. 12 to hit. Miss. All right. So you you only take six points of piercing damage. A couple of them get inside your armor, Jacques. But your legs before you're able to kind of force them back out. Mm. That is the rat's turns. Comes to Vesper. Vesper is going to move up towards the ones with you, Jacques. Mm-hmm. Seeing that the one with the green dot is hurt more, she that's the one she's going to attack. Wait. Oh. Is that what she asked you to do? Oh, did, did did she send instructions? No. No, she didn't say anything. Yeah, I would know. I was wondering if she would, given her sort of um, discipline, I was wondering if she would heal Alexander. Based on what she said on the way here and how she was aiming to hit a scarecrow, I'm going to say <laughs> she's going to attack. Yes. Okay, just don't attack the scarecrow. <laughs> so she's going to come across them with her greatsword. Ouch. Which misses. <laughs> oh no. So she, she comes down and Jacques, as they're coming off of the attack from you, she comes down and they're able to just <laughs> skid her out of the way. Mm. That's kind of fitting. Back to the top of the round, Liberté. Okay, um, let me just see something here. Okay, so I'm going to, oh wait, I'm going to measure something. Yeah, no problem. All right, I'm going to move to here, and I'm going to firebolt the green one. Okay, go ahead and make the attack. That hits. Nice. You coalesce the energy. You see them kind of dodge out of Vesper's attack, and you time it just right, and you're able to fire off that burst of energy. It dissipates across them. They're still alive. I I just start shouting at Alexander, Pied Piper! Pied Piper! What? (laughs) I don't know. Piper. (laughs) You tell that the story? Got it. Taz. All right, I'll... Uh, situation. Yeah, so I'll go and use Eldritch Blast against the orange again. Okay. The orange was not the one that you hit. You hit the red. Oh, okay. So, orange. Okay. To confirm, oh. you're, sw- you're oh. switching no. to the orange or not? Sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. You're right. Red. Red. Okay. Uh, so you you coalesce that energy, take aim once more, <laughs> fire it off. You <laughs> hear the squeaking of a few more. Mm. Tough little buggers. 
that's 20 points of damage total on the red. Okay, that's all I can do, unfortunately. Yeah, the, the red ones and the green ones look like they don't have too many left, but the orange and blue look like they're pretty much fine. Yeah, funny how that works out. Anything else, Taz? No, I can't do anything else. Alexander. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. All right. Um. That's unfortunate. Uh. I can't heal and cast another spell. I can't get out of it and cast a spell. You can cast a cantrip. Yeah, but it's not a cantrip. It's not a cantrip. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna put Charles on the ground and say stay good boy and then I'm gonna turn invisible with invisibility. All right, make a stealth check with advantage. Okay. Uh... Sorry, advantage. Always do that. Uh, stealth. There we go, 22. Good to know. Anything else, Alexander? And then I'm going to try and run away. Okay. Where are you moving to? See, I get a bunch of hits no matter what I do, so... I think we're just going to roll the dice Even invisible? and try and go down this way. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's just a tax the... disadvantage if they knew yeah. I was there, so these two, but... Technically, you're in melee with three. Hmm. The one under Jacques as well. So no, you I agree. Get, so. So, so you would get three attacks at disadvantage if you moved. I'm going to have to take that chance. All right. Oh, boy. We'll do the first two and see if I actually move first, I suppose. But Okay, disadvantage. What? What's your armor class? 14. Misses. Alright, we're free. Keep going. That's the first one. I know. <laughs> Second one. Yes, misses. keep going. <laughs> Third one. Yes! Oh, wow. <laughs> they all so miss. Lucky. Wow. That was a 4, a 10, and a 6. And almost all of those would have hit had you not had that disadvantage. That's why I did it. And okay, so how far away can I get? That's obviously not as far though, it's just an indication. You can move your movement speed, so thirty feet. Uh, yeah. And I am after seeing them all attack me and miss, I'm gonna have Charles book it as well, because he's safe now. So I'm just gonna have him run to out here. Maybe picking up a rat on the way that I already killed, but you know. <laughs> That's yeah, he, he grabs one in his mouth and runs off. They cannot yep. attack Charles. They do not have attacks of opportunity left. Fantastic. And um, I I will use my bonus action to look to Taz to give Bardic inspiration. And I'll look to him and I'll say, Taz! Ah! And I'll give him the advantage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, advantage. <laughs> the inspiration. <laughs> that's my turn. As you have a D6. Yep. Jacques, you're up. Alright, uh, I'll take a swing again. Single hand. Okay. At the green one, I assume? Yes. Alright, that hits. 
this time you come through with your sword and it's not one slash it's one two three and you slowly eviscerate all of the rats in that swarm they disperse and then i'm uh move down right here and then actually probably uh probably i turn there because i can't have any more bonus action i'm gonna turn there okay uh, it is now the rats turns this one's going to move here. This one's going to move here. And that one's going to stay on Vesper. So we're going to get two attacks at Jacques and one at Vesper. I think I came back in time. What the heck happened? Uh, <laughs> I didn't miss much. Uh, <laughs> Alexander almost died. Yeah. Ah, I took I like see. 16 damage in one turn. It was great. So especially you and me. Yeah. So Jacques, you didn't use your bonus action? Uh, no, because, uh, no, I didn't use my bonus action, no. Okay. Alright, here's the first attack at Jacques. Eleven. Miss. Second attack. Thirteen. Miss. And Vesper, here's the attack at you. Ten. Miss. All right. So all three of these remaining rat swarms are biting out, trying to hit. Right now, they are unable to. Why are they hitting low now, bastard? (laughs) (laughs) So, Kat, the red swarm of rats has taken 20 damage. Okay. And the other swarms haven't taken much, if any, damage. I think the orange got hit. No, blue got hit by me. That's it. Okay. On initiative count 10, Liberté, Taz, you both see an individual pop up out of the bushes over here. She pops up out of the bushes, turns to you, Taz, and starts to coalesce some energy and fires off a spell in your direction. Ooh. Oh. 21 to hit. That hits. That is two piercing damage, and I need you to make a dex save, DC 14. Liberté. What? Did I say Taz? Yes. Sorry, I meant Liberté. My apologies. I was wondering about that. He's got to wait till he saves, then he has to. Yep, sorry. That, that's, that's my fault. Yeah, Taz, you're just a little bit out of range. Yeah, I was going to say, I can't even see who's doing anything. That's my bad. So that is a fail. So if you took that damage off, Taz, add it back. I did not. Okay. All right, Liberté, you take two points of piercing and seven points of cold damage. Okay. And she looks at you, still standing, and turns around and vanishes off the map. She runs in this direction. Can you see that? Yeah, I see the ping. Okay. Vesper, your turn. Alright. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm so excited for this, but now I... <laughs> Take your time. I'm going to... Run over here and attack this one. 
Alright, go for it. But if you move there, you take a attack of opportunity. They do. You can stay where you are and not take it. And still really? hit them. Yeah. Because you only have you only have you stand right you're still right next to it if you stand right here. If you stand okay. right here. But I already moved, so Okay. Alright. Alright. This is the blue one's attack of opportunity. It already used its attack of opportunity on Alexander. They had their turn, so they got it back. Yeah, it was their turn to attack this. Oh, okay. Nine to hit. Yes. Alright. It lunges out at you, Vesper. You're too quick. You knock some of of them away with your tail. Okay. Now I'm just going to do a straight-up attack against the red one here. That's the same oh, thing no. you rolled the first time to attack. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so, w- w- once again, Vesper is just so eager to actually be fighting something that she slashes wildly and is unable to hit anything. Dang it. I'm trying really hard, you guys. I'm so sorry. Uh, Libertate comes back to you. Um, okay. Uh, I'm just going to run my full to the right, and then, um, firebolt on the red ones. Okay. From there, I would say they have half cover, because Vesper is between you and they're on the ground. Okay, I'll shoot before I run, then. Okay. That hits. Alright, so you fire off your bolt, and it goes actually right right underneath your arm, Vesper, as you're swinging. You see several of their, their furry, matted bodies. They smell terrible. They just, just incinerate. Their corpses fall to the ground. There's still a couple left. I had this, but thanks! Anything else, Liberté? Um... No. Healing potion? No? Okay. Taz. Alright. Um, go this way. I don't see anybody. Make a perception check. You look off into the, in, uh, into the distance in the direction that that individual ran. And you see just the uh, the backside of her disappearing into a clump of trees off in this direction. So my range is 120 feet. Is it she that far gone? She's not that far gone, no. So you would be able to take an attack on her if you wish. Shit. All right. I... Uh... You have inspiration. I know. Do it. (laughs) Yeah, but kind of worried about these. Kind of worried about what's in front of us first. So I'm going to Eldritch Blast the one in red again. All right. Go ahead and make the attack. Ugh. Nope. Nine. Alright. Inspiration? 
Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, let me roll a d6. Yep, d6. Ooh, 14. As you are preparing to cast the spell, you're a little bit distracted from that individual running off. You're thinking, no, no, I I have to help everybody else. And you focus in those words that Alexander chanted to you come into your head and you focus in on the remaining few. Fire off your Eldritch Blast and just obliterate them. They are gone. I didn't chant them. I'm invisible. They were in his mind the whole time. (laughs) Okay. That's it for me. Alexander. Alright. So, uh, just point of order. If I'm invisible and use inspiration, does that break it? Invisible, it's an attack or a spell, I believe. Go go ahead and click on... Yeah, Yeah, just go ahead and click on invisible and I'll read it real quick. But I'm fairly certain that does not break it. Because that's not... Yeah. Yeah, I'll just submit it. I already cast it, so... Uh, I'm pretty sure it's just a spell or an attack. Yeah, attacks or cast a spell, yeah. So you are still invisible. I wasn't sure on the clarification of that, but I'm going to have to cast a spell to heal myself anyway, so it's not a big deal. Uh, can't attack, though. That's all right. Um, I'll use a level one healing word on myself, because I'm hurting real bad, so I'm going to do that. And I'm just going to psych myself into it, and I'm like, it didn't even hurt that bad. You're fine, you're fine. <laughs> all right, you heal for four? Yeah. She probably isn't worth it, but that's alright. It might save me. And then that is Alexander's turn. Actually, I'll... No, that's just your bonus action. Yeah, I know, but I don't have an action because I don't want to jump in and die. So I'm gonna tell Charles to go and jump into into the rat pack over here, giving advantage to, uh, using the health action for, for Jacques. So, giving him advantage for his next attack. Nice. Okay. Nice. And that's it. Jacques. Okay, uh, sing your hand again, uh, at the blue. Alright, you have advantage with Charles helping you out? Yes. He's sort of pushing them all into a big group for you. You got this. Yeah. Charles uh, kind of darts behind, and the rats kind of... <laughs> kind of back away, so they're all in one nice big clump for you to come down. <laughs> you slice across and do a nice bit of damage, Shock. Then bonus action, I'll slice again. Go for it. Still have advantage? Yeah, definitely nice. hits. So in one turn, you just come across and slice through a pretty decent chunk of them. There's only a, 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 a couple left. Alright, and then uh, 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 I'm turn there. Alright. It comes to the rat's turn. The blue one is going to attack Jacques. The orange is going to attack Charles. No! <laughs> oh. Now i got to get his stats up. Uh, so here's the attack on Jacques. 21 to hit. Yeah, it hits. So you take 6 points of piercing damage. 
The ones that are left that you didn't slice through are able to climb up into your armor and bite you. And then here is the attack on Charles. Come on, buddy. No! (laughs) (laughs) Nine points of piercing damage. He's got two HP. (laughs) Yeah, so... Alexander, you and Jacques and Vesper all see the rats just jump on top of Charles and just start biting until he dissipates out of existence. So Charles is currently not with you. Jed! As soon as that happens, both of these swarms begin to run. Yeah, everyone else might look shocked to that and all of them might look to me and I'm just kind of like... Do I get a reaction? Yes, you do, Jacques. You get an attack of opportunity on the blue one. Alright. You do not have advantage. Oh, yeah. Thanks for reminding me. That hits. You slash, and just funnily enough, it had six hit points left. Oh, nice. So you slice through the remaining blue rats as they begin to flee. That is the rat's turn. Vesper. Um, I'm going to run after the rat. (laughs) Go ahead. You can get into melee with it. Can? I can reach that? 30 feet. Okay. Remember, you have the ruler. Yep. doing the weird thing again but okay this is fine so right do i need to get right up next to it or yeah unless you have a ranged weapon that you want to use then no i'm good all right and i'm just gonna take a slash at it go for it please do better this time <laughs> oh <laughs> my goodness oh, no. oh my goodness and i'm not stuck for one minute. <laughs> you, you've you rolled two fives and a three to start this game. You're doing great, Lesper. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so you, you swing wide and you actually take out a bunch of uh, bean patch that you have been oh. kind of trampling through, but you don't hit any rats. And that's bad, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe. Liberté. Uh, so... I'm going to say that I move my full 30 forward, but I'm only going to actually move 25 because what I'm trying to do is stay off the beans, end up so that the scarecrow isn't okay. blocking my view. So I moved I moved 30 feet, but it only went 25, and then I'm going to firebolt. Go for it. Make the attack. Uh... That hits. Best rolls of my life. Yeah, so you you conjure that fire energy, thrust it forward. Vesper, you see that another burst of flame just tear through these rats. This one was undamaged so far. Not anymore. Not anymore. (laughs) That's right. Taz. All right. So that's where Vesper is. So that changes my plan a little bit. So I'm going to 
gonna go to here. And Eldritch Blast again. Go for it. Or not. Twelve? Twelve hits. Oh, okay. Their AC is ten. Alright, ten damage. That's why it's so depressing that we keep missing. <laughs> yeah. Vesper, you, you see, much like uh, Liberté, Taz coalesces that energy and just fires it forward. Huh. Really kind of stinks you don't have an attack like that. They must be resistant to weapons. Sure. Mm-hmm. Anything else, Taz? Um, no, nothing else I can do for right now. All right, Alexander. Uh, I'm going to move up. And I am going to use Vicious Mockery on the Swarm of Rats. And I'm just going to, like, turn back to everyone else. I'm like, imagine being a rat, though, guys. That would... Just let him go. (laughs) (laughs) Go ahead and click on the spell for me. Yeah. Um, that's fair. Uh, click on the spell. Oh, doing other stuff. Ah. Yeah. Why didn't that come up? Did that come up? No. Cool. I did it twice. Okay. Yeah. It, it does not have to understand you. So sweet. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, that is a wisdom save of thirteen. I've never read that part of the spell before. <laughs> Insults laced with subtle enchantments. <laughs> yep. Um, it saves, unfortunately. They seem to be focused on Vesper more than you. For some reason. Alright, um... Uh... I don't want to waste it, but I also kind of want Vesper to hit. So... Um... Sure, I'll use my last inspiration. Zero, not one. And um, I'll I'll look to Vesper and I'm like, uh, Vesper, Vesper, he's our man. If he can't do it, no one can. <laughs> <laughs> man? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Alright, with that. You can choose to take that inspiration or not. It's up to you. <laughs> <laughs> that is completely okay. <laughs> Just I look over my shoulder at him and go like, "Okay, <laughs> thanks." <laughs> a little bit of a question on the end of that statement, Jacques. You're up. <laughs> All right. Uh, I raise my shield forward to light my way, and I charge towards the rats. Go for it. Longsword slash. All right. You come down with your long sword, you cleave through them. How do you want to do it? Uh, honestly, I, I, uh, I probably raise up above my head and swing down to basically. Honestly, I'm just trying to create like a hole right in the right underneath them. Basically, what it is. All right, you you swing down, going underneath, and and as they kind of jump up to try to jump over your sword. It's perfect height for you, and you just decapitate all of them in one go. 
Nice. All of the rats have been killed. We are officially out of combat. No, my inspiration. <laughs> <laughs> no! No, it lasts for uh, an hour, I think. Okay. Ten minutes. Uh, well, we got ten minutes to go fight someone, guys. <laughs> I, I sit down panting. I'm gonna walk toward, I'm gonna walk towards Libertaria and ask Alexander come uh, come to me. I'll heal you. So wait, Alexander, before you do that, can you throw your dancing lights to the northwest as far as you can, so that that's where whatever magic user that attacked us was coming from. Lights are going everywhere, man. Uh, oh, I, I have my own light. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I'll, I'll just throw them up. Alexander, you have three globes, right? Four. Oh. Okay. Yeah, I clicked torch. I torch. They can be up to 120 feet away from you, but each globe must be within 20 feet of another. That's the stipulation on dancing lights. I'm just going to use them to light up the area around us. Um, so. No, you can't do that. You have; they have to be within twenty feet of each other. Right. For for right now, it's fine. I'm not. I'm not right. going to hold you to it. So. Well, I'm gonna start casting. Uh, I'm gonna start casting prayer of healing. Okay. Go ahead and roll it. Cool. So we're just like hanging out with these dancing disco lights hanging around us. So. And I'm just watching <laughs> to where she ran from or ran to, Josh. Make a perception check. I joined Taz over there. Okay, you, you can make one as well, Vesper, if you want. Who gets that, Jacques? Uh, basically all three of us. Eleven. Okay. Taz and Vesper, you spend the next couple of minutes while the other three are healing. You don't really see anything moving out there. Taz, you did see that individual disappear into the trees. They are softly blowing in the breeze. The cover of night at the moment, it's partly cloudy. So every now and then a cloud will go over the moon. Next, next minute it'll come out. Does anyone know how to track? None of us, unfortunately. I'm going to run over to where I saw her and look for footprints. Make an investigation check. You know, Charles would have been good at this. It's a damn shame. Can I take a look at the uh, scarecrow? Like, just like... Yeah, make an investigation check, Jacques. Liberté, you look over at where that individual appeared. You do see a bunch of bushes. You don't see any footprints necessarily. Jacques, you looking over the scarecrow, you see a bunch of rat tracks, a bunch of rat droppings. You also see a bunch of rat droppings as you kind of like look at the scarecrow you see some rat droppings inside the scarecrow and you also see a bunch of vines all up around the actual stake where this scarecrow is posted into the ground okay what do you see Jacques? uh I'm not sure if you, if you want to come over here and look at it Taz, while you were over there, you kind of looked around and you do see what seemed to be a 
depression in one of the in one of the bushes where it looks like a body-sized person might have been hiding. Okay. All right. So I call Liberté over to me and tell him this is where she was hiding. So this might be where we want to start from. Let me just go see what Jacques has found. Why aren't we chasing her? Chasing who? It's dark and we don't want anything coming behind us. So I just want to finish this off. Well, I, I have one suggestion that we could use to find someone. I'm, I'm sure there's a there's an all-seeing eye card in here somewhere. If we just draw it out, then maybe, maybe we could. No. How far from dawn do we think we are, Josh? <laughs> I will say, after all of this, it's probably about midnight now. Everybody pointedly ignores Alexander. Six o'clock. <laughs> I'm not ignoring him. Six o'clock. Seven o'clock. Actually, you know what? I'll say it's 11. That's a little bit too much for, for okay. what you guys have done. I'll, I'll say it's 11 o'clock. So we've probably got like eight hours before sunrise. So I ask Alexander what he's found. Found? Sorry, Jacques. Jacques was investigating. Pull the card, Alexander. Do it. Yeah, I'm going to rip the coat off the scarecrow and basically show him all the, the red droppings and the, the vine coming out from the ground into the stake. So perhaps whoever was running off into the woods controlled the rats and the vines. Just did I see the, did, did I see the lady at all? The, uh, whoever was whoever shot the magic at uh You might have seen what damage was done to Liberté. With your passive, Jacques, I will say that you noticed her, and you noticed her attack Liberté, but you did not get many details. Okay. All right, then. So, Jacques, can you just cut the vines? Yeah, I'll do that. I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in, because I was just peer pressure to do it, and that's bad. So, uh, I'm going to, um... I'm gonna be like, okay, so, so no one else, no one wants a card? Alright, and then I'll pull one. Okay, go ahead and roll a d20. <laughs> Jesus, I'm gonna need a shot. Do it. No worries. I'm gonna take my shot for this. I really hope it don't disappear. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Well, we That's don't know free. what's good or what's bad. Well, how else are we gonna find out? <laughs> okay, Alexander, you pull a card, and you look at it for a moment, and you see that gold leaf. Uh, outside, it depicts what looks to be a roaring fire. You see stones around a circle. Uh, it, is, it is blazing, and there appears to be some tents in the background. Looks like a, a campfire. Cool. You feel the sudden urge to dance. Don't I always? Okay, I will start to dance. <laughs> okay, you, you, you start dancing. You kind of dance a little jig where, where you're standing. You go, huh, alright, that, that that feels like enough. And you go to walk towards towards the Scarecrow with Jacques, and you can't. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Whoops. You think about it, you kind of do a little jig again, and you can slowly 
move towards Scarecrow. Oh no, now I live Cryptid the Necrodancer. Uh. The only way you can move yeah. is by dancing. Hell yeah. I think that's my preferred method of moving. Which I'm like means nothing but good cards. You <laughs> cannot stealth. Yeah. I'm guessing your your movement in combat is half. <laughs> well, oh. river dancers can move pretty fast across the stage. It does not hinder your movement. You just cannot be stealthy as you need to dance and jive your way no matter where okay. you're going. Cool. I'll, I'll moonwalk my way over to the other guys. Oh. You, you all see Alexander just start suddenly dancing over to you. Is that a good card? Are you yeah, happy? It was, it was a great card. I see everything. <laughs> okay, so he, did, he didn't get one of the good ones. Where did she go? Ah, she's gone. Yeah. Uh, Alright, so Ale uh, Jacques, you've cut the vines. Yeah, what kind of... Do I have to check for that, Josh? For what, sorry? Uh, cutting the vines off the uh, the stake? No, you, you don't need to check for that. You just do it. Okay. You take a couple minutes and tear all the, vi all the vines off. Can I intel intelligence check what I think that all means, or arcana? Arcana on oh, what I think vines on a scarecrow that's supposedly moving would mean. And all the feces stuff like that. You can make an Arcana check if you want, Liberté. You spend a couple of minutes thinking about it. You're not really sure what's going on. There's probably a connection, but you can't put it together. So I think whoever ran away is behind what has been plaguing the farmer. Uh, I think we should probably go and and follow in that direction. Does everybody feel fit enough to do that right now? Uh, Especially you, Lord of the Dance? Oh yeah, no, I, I couldn't possibly be feeling better right now. Yes, let's go. Which direction? Does anyone else want to come? Northwest. Towards the trees. She went into the tree line. Okay, we're all in agreement then. We're going to head towards that way then. If someone doesn't pull a card, I'm going double or nothing. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a very good idea. <laughs> yeah, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> Anything Alexander do... <laughs> Taz, you remember from the from the information you got from the deck of cards that you can only pull one card per day. Per person. Two cards per, per day. Right. That's why I'm that's why I'm moving away. I'm not worried. No, I know that as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna follow everyone else. I'll head over to them and I'll I'll just be like doing really aggressive jazz hands the whole time. <laughs> oh boy I am so glad you picked that card I know, it's perfect <laughs> so in character no, that's scary <laughs> alright, you all begin to head off towards the woods what all are you doing? 
So same sort of marching order with Jacques and Vesper in front. Vesper up front, looking around trying to find. Yeah, I'm a I'm a keep an eye out or listen for anything like coming at us or I don't know, I guess footprints or movements. Okay. If you're looking for footprints, that would be more of a survival check. If you're trying to listen, that's perception. Listen. Okay, perception check. Oh, 10. All right. You listen out. You, again, hear the sounds of critters. And Alexander dancing. Yeah, Alexander dancing. That that takes up a majority of your hearing. You don't hear the numerous animals that you heard before, and you guess that that was likely because of the numerous rats that were around the scarecrow. Mm-hmm. But where you are now, you don't really hear anything outside of the occasional and as something right. scuttering through the underbrush. Do we know where we're going exactly? Like, no, we're going in the direction that she fled to. It seems yeah it seems that she may be behind this oh, did she run in a straight direction or was she making like turns or... like all we saw was that she went to the trees and then disappeared it was dark and she wasn't very close to us and none of us can find her footprints so we're kind of lost right. she was yeah, pretty far mm. There's like a forest up ahead, right? Yes. As you all get closer to it, you are entering into what looks to be a fairly large grove of trees. It seems to extend out both directions. Are we just going to go in then? Maybe I should go in because, uh, I look, I feel like I just sort of got to share the magic with the world. I feel like I'm not very helpful on the on the whole stealthing side. Maybe I'll go in and then they'll approach me. Well, last time you did that, you almost died. That was to rats. This is people. I do people. I do people. Uh, just trying to think, though, that if this person... I don't know if she controlled the rats, but it was highly likely... And it was odd that she had, or there were vines growing up this scarecrow that moved around at night. Maybe it was the vines and the rats that actually made the appearance that the scarecrow was moving. That indicates some nature magic, so we might be at a little bit of a disadvantage, you know, going into woods, but... You know, if it's a druid, perhaps trying to protect the land here. Or which Alexander might be our best bet going in first, talking. And if he gets us into trouble, then we start blasting. As normal. Well, let's do something. Okay. I mean, he is the least threatening of all of us, currently because he's dancing it would confuse her at least you're not wrong there alright Alexander you want to go 
there's anything he's good at, it's looking not threatening. Yes. Are you going to use your lights, Alexander, to accentuate your dance routine? Oh, of course. Like, that that's what I've been doing this whole time. Uh, you may not have noticed, but as I was moving my hands, I was moving them with me. It was, it was beautiful. Yeah, it's also making it very difficult to see. Yeah, well, not for me. Then Alexander's going first, followed by Jacques and Vesper, followed by Liberté and myself. Mm. Okay. All right. Are you all just kind of walking through? Are you looking for anything specific? Well, I'm I'm not good at it, but I'm going to do it anyways. I'm going to try to look for any, like, rat feces or anything like that. I'm going to be looking for footprints, I guess. Yeah, so footprints. That's your survival check. Okay, Taz and Liberté make survival. Jacques make investigation. Oh. I trip over my own feet. Three. You do, actually, uh, Taz. You, you get a little bit of a head start and not really thinking about it. You actually kind of trip over Alexander as he's dancing. You weren't expecting his wild flailing kick as he was dancing forward. Jacques, as you enter the forest, you don't really see anything. You do find a couple of trails, but you don't see any rat feces specifically. Liberté, you do seem to find what looks like a more well-versed path for someone of not animal size. I found a path! Oh, great. Let's follow it then. Is it of not animal size? (laughs) my favorite (laughs) so is it wide enough for just one at a time or can two people walk across it is wide enough for one at a time okay so I will be at the very back alright I'll I'll lead ahead and I'll look back to everyone I'm like maybe you guys should just stay back just a little bit I mean I think this is kind of a one man show kind of deal and just, you guys you guys just take it all in if something goes bad you know you jump in give me a hand so Vesper Jacques Liberté myself in this sort of marching order alright were those rats just normal rats I kind of missed all of that so yes they were swarms of rats okay You all head along this path for probably half an hour at least, continuing on. You're not really seeing anything. Eventually, you start to come into what looks like sort of a clearing. You round a bend, Alexander, and there seems to be a low mist kind of hanging in this general vicinity. And the path seems to go directly through it. There is heavy brush on both sides. That's weird. Well, can I can I push through the heavy brush, or would that be a struggle? You can. Are you going to try to move through it? Yes, I'm just going to have to think through it. Think of a dance move to do that. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna run up. And I'm gonna try, try and slide through on my knees. Okay, make a strength <laughs> check with disadvantage. Okay. 
Um, sorry, a strength check with disadvantage? Yep. I'm not good at normally, but let's give it a shot. Eh. Six. It's better than I expected. You back up and kind of take a running dancing as best you can along the way so you can move and try to slide in, you know, like, like a, a rock star slide, head back, playing the air guitar, and you slide face first into a bush and immediately you feel pricks all over your body as you slide straight into a bush of thorns. Yeah. So you take a d6 damage. Ouch. <laughs> okay, that's fair. One point of damage. Oh, got off scot free there. Um, cool. Uh, <laughs> I'll turn to everyone else and like, did it at least? Did it at least look as cool as it felt? Like, <laughs> oh, uh, it didn't. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We okay. all hold up scorecards. Ones, <laughs> twos. <laughs> I think maybe Jacques should uh, break through for us. Hmm. We got a we got a designated uh, fire guy here. Uh, fire seems like a bad idea in the forest. You said she was a druid, right? Well, we don't know. <laughs> I, that was my pie in the sky guess, but I'm gonna use my sword hack the bush. I was gonna say we can't stealth. Well, I can insult it. That's the best I can do. Can I hack the bush? You can. Or shrub or whatever it is, yeah. How big is it, again? Uh, what kind of roll do I have to make to do that? For the sake of it, uh, just go ahead and make an attack roll. My favorite. Kind of attack. Okay, congrats, you hit a bush. <laughs> you you slash through it. You, t- you tear a few brambles off. Could I pass through it without, like, you know, having to make a save, or? You're not sure. Oh. Mm. After he cuts it, can I can I look and see, does it move at all after he's cut it? Does what move? The bush. The bush itself does not move other than, you know, in the wind. Okay. It does not seem to be sentient. Other than that intelligence of plants. Okay. Alexander, can you maybe shed some light in the mist? I I have a light in the mist already. Further? It's right there, see? You push the light inside and it's almost like a cloud of smoke. It kind of disappears. And you can vaguely see the glittering light, but it is very dim. Oh, do we have to hold hands? Has anybody touched the mist yet? No. Um, Alexander? Do, do we recall that Dunham's outside, way outside of Dunham's property, there was a sort of a magical druidic ring? Yeah, there was no mist. Okay. Uh, I mean, it could be related, but uh, I don't see how knowing that could help us. I will explain to the other two. Um, 
So uh, when we were trapped in uh, Dunham's uh, fighting cage that was miles wide and such, uh, we had found an area that had been completely burned away, except for the very center, there was a circle of trees and grass, uh, completely untouched by the fire, but uh, we could not discern the uh, significance of this circle or why it had not caught on fire. Couldn't sense any magic or other influences. It was just pristine for no reason. Weird. Are you saying that it's like this circle right here? Not that I know of. There wasn't uh, thick brambles we couldn't get through, and there was no uh, mist, so I don't know if it's related or not. Other than being strange, doesn't seem related, but it could be. Who knows? So, do, yeah, do we want to try to? go through, or do we want to try to have Alexander talk first? To the plan. Everyone go ahead and make a perception check. Okay. You all are kind of standing around trying to wonder what to do. When Alexander's Dancing Lights only lasts for a minute, so every minute he has to recast it. At one of the points where the light inside the fog fades, and he before he has a chance to recast it, Taz, Vesper, and Liberté, you all do notice lights inside the fog, Ooh. other than Alexander's spell. One's in there. And we, like, hear anything? Make a perception check. Okay. Because I'm so good at this. All of us, or just like the ones who saw it? Vesper specifically asked if she had heard anything. You do not hear anything other than the gentle blowing breeze. Okay, uh, there are a few possibilities. First of all, it could be completely missed, and if we go in there, we can't see anything. Another is that it could be poisonous or have some other kind of effect that could hurt us. Or perhaps it's just a ring of mist... And uh, if you stick your head in, it's clear on the other side. It could just be a natural mess. I stick my hand in it. Vesper sticks her hand in, gets a little wet. Nothing else seems to happen. Fine. It does seem a a strange shape, but uh, if there's very cold water on the other side, could cause mist to form above it. Okay, how about you guys just hide away, and I'll try and talk with the person that you told me that you saw. So I have a question, though. Before you do that, Alexander, do you want me to cast Thaumaturgy so that you can do it from far away? We'll see how we start. I'll I'll call out, and then we'll see. But this this person, are we here to, to talk with this person, or are we here to finish her, like, kill her? Like, what, what, what? Whoever it is has already attacked me. Mm, that's true. Yeah, but they haven't attacked me yet. Alright, so before... So you're planning on walking into the mist? I would step into it uh, just at the start of it, yeah. Okay, so before you do... I'm gonna cast Guidance. So it's a d4 to... An ability check. So if you're trying to persuade somebody or... So I put my hand on your shoulder and say, good luck, focus. 
and cast guidance on you. All right. Um, so with the with the brambles in front of me, are they are they damaged enough that I could probably get through, or is that kind of a hit or miss kind of thing? You can certainly try. Before he does that, can I just like slap him on the back and do <laughs> um, lay on hands? Sure. How many lay on hands are you giving him? Um, <laughs> two. <laughs> Alright. Alexander, you feel Vesper kind of slap you on the back really hard and it stings, but you feel a little bit better. Nice. I can dig it. Uh, okay, so... Hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'll do that. That's probably important now. Uh... I really, really want to try and slide through it again, but I probably shouldn't. Um, I'll I'll take one of my lights back to me, and I'll sort of just see if I can find a way just around the brambles if possible. So, Make an investigation check. Okay. It's a character sheet that I just closed. Woohoo. It's a boy. Um, investigation. Okay. You walk back down the path a little bit, check both sides. You don't seem to find any other way through on this specific on this specific path. All right. Does does anyone have like a spare shield or something? No. Dang. All right. Um, let's just sink a few attacks into these brambles. Then uh, I, I'm gonna grab out my sword and I'm like, we'll just make some damage just so then I can get through. Isn't it a rapier? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Against the bush. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of leading the charge here. So he'll he'll sort of stand there and you know do the Michael Jackson hold his groin and point forward and be like hell yeah you guys go for it. So it's like a shish kebab you're gonna <laughs> skewer. I'm the not leaves. I'm not attacking it. I, I'm I'm like I'm forwarding you guys. I'm going go. Oh, <laughs> I thought the plan was for you to go first. Yeah, but I can't get through that. So I need someone <laughs> to to make a path. I know we just deliberated that I'll go in, but I can't. So. But that's what the guidance can also help you with. It's a D4 on an ability. All right, fair enough. Um, I'll I'll do a run up and I'll try and slide through again. I'm gonna try to help him through the uh, <laughs> the shrubs over. Okay, how are you helping him? Well, I was thinking of throwing him over. Uh... <laughs> oh, that works. <laughs> I just do that. I'm only kind of fucked if it's just me over there then. Great. But let's do it. We'll just all come in. Yeah, how about like you can do some sort of like circus fillet you can like uh I guess I kinda lunge you over and you can somehow I don't know, do your acrobatics. Alright, so I'll just do like a backflip over it or yes. something. Sick. Alright, let's do that. So you're you're doing the hands gripped together and then Okay, this, you're gonna this all has to be a dance move. Yeah, no, I know, and that's where it gets hard. I want to see some twirling in the air. I will say that this is almost like a cheerleader thing, so I will say that that counts as a dance. <laughs> All right. Okay, th- thank you, because this is really hard to manage. Do I make a stealth check or what? <laughs> uh, a sort of check? Yeah, um, Jacques, make an athletics check. Alexander, make an acrobatics check. Oh, thank God. I'm so much better at those. Oh, my God. Uh, Eight. Oh no, I talked it up. I'm gonna get a one. Eh, close uh, enough. Oh god. Alexander, you have guidance. 
Okay, I'm gonna slap Guidance in there, so that's a d4. Yes. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> There's the one! Oh, oh. Alright, so wow. all, all of you see Alexander kind of shimmy up on top of Jacques' shoulders. A flip! And then he kind of he gets up on his hands. Jacques tries to push him, and he unfortunately, Jacques, or, um, Alexander has to move, so he, he moves his, his, he shifts his weight Jacques loses it and just kind of shot puts him only about 10 feet up. Alexander, you do a half flip and come down face first directly <laughs> on top of the pile of brown. Oh, oh my god. So you you fall all the way down through them beesh, beesh, down onto the floor. You I feel take, like we're actively trying to kill me now. Okay, yeah. You take 2d6 of bramble damage. Mm, I'm satisfied with that. Oh no. Ow. <laughs> Only five. Only five. Ah. So, so now we can crawl over Alexander using him as a bridge? You don't see Alexander. Uh. What matters is, am I over? No, you are in the middle of thorns. You are in the middle of a bramble bush. <sighs> Damn it. All right. You okay? Is it just as far one way as it is the other? I'm sorry, say that again? Is it just as far one way, seemingly, as it is the other way, or...? Make up, make up perception check. Okay. Uh-huh. Aha! Hey, natural 20. Okay. You take Useless. your lights and push them out in kind of all directions around you. All you see is brambles. Dang it. The whole thing is brambles. Hmm... Guys, I think someone's gonna have to draw a card to get me out. You have the card. You have the card. The only way. I can throw them out. <laughs> okay. No, I'm gonna keep them. I know you won't draw. Uh, <laughs> all right. I think it's time for Firebolt. Thank you. He's in there. I'm not going to shoot it at the ground, and it's not like it creates a persistent fire. It's just kind of a little explosion. No, I, I'm, Things yeah. catch on fire, yeah, though, fine. and then it spreads. Just do it. Yeah, well, what are we going to do? He's trapped now. Just do it. <laughs> Kill me. <laughs> Before I do this, any big objections? No, I don't have any objections to this. You have my express permission. Okay, I'm going to shoot a firebolt near the top of the brambles, because it's only like five feet high, right? It's between five and ten. Okay, yeah, near near the top. Then. Why did we try to flip over? Ten I don't feet? know what the hell okay. was that thingy. <laughs> really? I thought it was only five feet. Yeah, high, same so. here, you know. <laughs> All right, it's fine. Ah, perfect shot. Okay, you fire off the fire bolt. It seems to do a little bit of damage. <sighs> Not that much. Okay, I need something more persistent. Uh... And it does not catch fire. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna force my way through the the. I'm gonna force my way through. You're gonna force your way through. Yeah. Oh god. Help him. Okay. How how are you helping him? With my sword, just like trying to cut yes. through it again. <laughs> well, cutting didn't do anything earlier, so. It didn't at all. No. It did very little. 
And for those of you who kind of looked at it, I, I will say you've been here long enough. It didn't seem to do as much damage as you think it would have been against, you know, just a regular plant. Yeah, I just hold my shield up so that hopefully it will at least protect my face so I can see what I'm going through. Okay. Or just head head down like a football player. Yeah. Are you just charging through, or are you like going and stopping, going and stopping? Um, going and stopping. Okay. So you get up there and begin to push your way into the brambles. It is difficult terrain, so you only mm-hmm. get five, ten. Take a d6 of damage. Oh, this whole time I thought we were going this way. We're going through vines that aren't in the mist? No, they are trying to go around it. Huh. Oh, I thought the brambles were in the mist. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Oh, no. I'm sorry. The mist is clear. You can easily walk into the mist. This is my fault for not explaining this properly. You can freely walk oh. into the mist. The area on the sides is full of brambles. Why is oh. he going there? <laughs> <All right. laughs> okay, guys, good luck. We're going over here to, uh, to check this out. Actually, it feels a little awkward to say so, but that's exactly what I thought yeah. as well. So I thought I had to pass through the brambles to get to the mist. I'm fine with sitting with this decision. I'm fine with pressing the replay button. Okay. Okay. Go ahead and add that back yeah. on, Alexander. That's that's my okay, my that's... my fault. I was not clear enough. I'm like, as long as three of us collectively understand it that way, then it's only just a kind of my fault. Cool. I'm gonna walk into the mist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <we're... laughs> can we can we flip? Can we still do the flip thing for no reason though? Sure. No, we already <laughs> It's dead. <laughs> Alexander kind of boogies his way. He boogie woogies his way into the mist. As he passes me, I want to cast guidance again on him. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna sort of walk out where you lower your lower your uh, body and just sort of click as you walk, and just like walk into the um into the fog. All right. How far in are you going? Um, I'll go in this far to start, and I will proof another um, torch, which I already had all of them up, but that's managing them as a bitch. So, yeah. So, you immediately enter the mist. As you pass through that kind of thick outside barrier, the inside is not completely opaque. It is much less dense inside. The mist in here seems to be kind of just gently drifting in random directions. So near you here, it seems to be going this way. But up here, it seems to be going that way. And out here, it's going this way. So it's very random. Mm -hmm. And as you kind of stand there and look around, go ahead and make a perception check. Seven. You have guidance if you want to use it. No, I don't want to use it. Not on that. It only lasts for a minute. <laughs> okay, I'm going to use it. You convinced me. Definitely on that. Yay! Woo! Ten. Okay. You wait for a moment, and to your right, you see 
the mist, after a moment, begins to kind of coalesce into a figure. You see hooves form into legs, the belly of a horse, and eventually the head and back. And on top of the horse, you see, you see other legs begin to form, kind of splitting into hips and then a torso. And eventually you see what looks to be a large, well-built individual, translucent in form, big beard mustache, standing or sitting on top of this horse, sword out, and he is looking not at you, the individual is here, and he is looking in this direction. And as you watch, it just starts to slowly drift in this direction. So what do you see? Ghost horses. What? As as that one passes in front of you, you see another one form over here. This one... Same thing? No, this one appears to be a matron, an elderly woman, hunched, which seems to be tattered and ripped clothes. And she kind of drifts in this direction. They pass near each other but do not seem to acknowledge one another. They simply seem to exist and drift on their own. Mm. And then as this one reaches there, it dissipates. Alright guys, uh, you should probably jump in here. This one continues. You say that to us? Yeah. Okay. Pass through the mist. Everyone enters the mist. Around this time, Alexander, you begin to point out these figures. You see another one form. This appears to be a very young boy. And he just kind of walks. Is he a young boy or is he a halfling? Young boy. Human boy. Yep. And as he walks, he seems to have a limp of some kind. It's not a very natural walk. Do I know what uh, what kind of creatures these are? Make a religion check. Alexander, can you push your lights out further? Yeah, I can do that. You aren't exactly sure what these are, Jacques. They appear to be spirits of some kind. Wait, you're a cleric with a religion of zero? Yes. Requires intelligence. It's intelligence-based now. Okay, all right. <laughs> and then as you all continue to stand there you see two others materialize right in the center this seems to be a, two very regal looking individuals the, the man is very clean cut short curly hair the woman her hair is wound up tight in a bun she seems to be in a very long flowing dress a train over her head they stand linking arm in arm kind of just looking up expectantly Are they looking at us? No. Okay. They are kind of just staring up into space. And after a moment, they begin to move in this direction. Still arm in arm. I'm going to begin the ritual spell again for detect magic. All right. Eventually, they dissipate. These two dissipate. And after a moment, 
it seems that this is cyclical. You see the man on the horse again, Alexander. He appears yeah. and begins to ride back across. Then you see the elderly matron, and then the boy, and then the couple. And the longer you stand there, the more it replays. Yep, the more they seem to pass across this little circle. I kind of want to touch one. Is there anything else in this area? Or is it, like, like any markings or anything? And you're, you can't use your divine sense, Vesper, or are you out? Well, Vesper, you were trying to say something. Well, what were you saying? I just wanted to take, like, a look around the area besides these ghost people and see if there's, like... I don't know, an old relic thing, anything. Okay, make a make an inv- uh, no. That's a perception check. And I want to know if this seems like a spell. I would know something about. Make an Arcana check. Nineteen. You're not sure. From where seven. you are, Vesper, you don't see anything that looks particularly man-made or anything of that sort. Yeah, Liberté, you aren't sure. You know of spells that can bring people back from the grave, but these don't seem to be live people. These seem to be... I was thinking illusion anyway. You look at them, you're not sure if they're illusion. Okay. Guys, this is definitely either a spell or not a spell. Well, thank you. Uh, my, now my suggestion would be to try and interact with one to see if they ignore us. If they ignore us, we can just walk through us, or through them and not care. If they do, we'll deal with it then. It's not a big deal. If these things interact with you, they will probably just kill you. That's why we just avoid the one with the one with the horse and the sword, because I feel like that's the one that could kill me. Everyone else I feel like I'm not uh, as scared of. I mean, spirits are pretty powerful. I mean, look at look at the boy. He, he's fine. What, why don't we test it on him? He couldn't catch me. He's got stumpy little legs. His and he's soul limping. is walking around without his body. That's pretty yeah, powerful. There's no body to like smack someone around with. So it would just be nothing. Let's, let's just wait until I finish casting the detect magic, which would last for 10 minutes so that we can see if these are magical or not. Can, can you determine if these are undead, Vesper? Could try. And I'm gonna try. Let's see. Do I have to cast anything or? Nope. You can just use your divine sense. Okay. You do get the presence of undead in this area. Definitely not alive, guys. Uh, I, I could I could try insulting them. Then we don't have to go near them. Jasper, what's not alive? The things that are moving or something else i'll know the location so is it the like ghost you sense that the ghosts are undead as they move you can kind of track their movement and you also sense something right here in the center guys there's something else here can i say what's in the middle make a perception check Jock, you kind of take a look at where Vesper's pointing, and you don't see anything. Darn mist. The ghosts are definitely ghosts, but there's something else here. 
after a moment, as you all are kind of standing and watching, that kind of flash of light that you saw before when you were outside the mist emanates again. And all of the heads of the floating individuals just start to slowly glow. And then after a moment, it fades. I'm going to walk towards where I sense that other thing. Just slowly. Maybe stealthily, just in case. Wait, hold up. Let's wait for, uh, let's wait for a task to finish. Okay. Eventually, Taz, you do finish your spell. I mean, you you sense the the same undead magic that Vesper does. You don't sense anything additional. Okay, so this uh, detect magic lasts for 10 minutes. So now if we want to get closer, but still somewhat safe distance from what Vesper detected... I can use it again. Do we know the, the school of the magic? Of the people? That's, that's all I can... That's all I'm within range of right now. So, yeah, so Josh, if they're conjured, I would be able to tell that. They are not conjured. Okay. Alright, so... And Vesper and Jacques I'll go behind you if we want to go towards where Vesper detected something I just need to be within 30 feet to see if I can pick up anything through the spell Vesper you lead the way So it was like in this area? Okay. Yeah. It was directly here in the center. Okay. Wait. Yeah, so I'm within 30 feet. So can I detect anything there at the center now? Yes. You always could detect the thing in the center. Hmm. What school of magic is it? It is also undead. Just undead. Necromancy. It does that mean necromancy, or is it pinging, like, different? It would be... uh, I will say necromantic energy, just for the simplicity of it. Okay. Can we move closer? Alright, let's move closer, then. What all are you guys doing? Are we moving closer to the center? Yeah, moving closer. Be careful about it or not? Uh, I think we just act naturally because as cause as these, these ghosts don't react to us. So, so wait before we do that. Are yeah, are these moving along a similar path each time? Fairly consistent, yeah. Listen, guys, I cannot stress this enough. Do not touch any of them. 
Well, that's why I wanted to know if there was yeah. a pattern. Yeah, if we, if we wait to when the horse passes, then we can make a, a quick break for it. Yeah, let's do that then. Seems like we have a decent opportunity now. Why aren't we moving? Let's go. <laughs> uh, I wasn't sure if, like, if there was going to be like a, 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 a uh, I guess like a transition or now. I don't know. Or... Is my movement impaired because I have to do jazz hands the whole way? No, it, it's it's not reduced. You just have to dance everywhere. Yeah, uh, it's my bad. Yeah, jazz hands on in the book. So I'm what's sorry. what's in the center? Give me a moment. Oh. Yep, sit. Go go back where you were, Alexander. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you can't move because you've been killed. So. Oh dang yeah. it! Not again. I'm sorry. You all are moving forward when all of a sudden a bright light bursts in front of all of you, specifically Alexander, Liberté, and Vesper. You're not really sure what it looks like. It seems to be a cloud or light. You're not really sure, but it suddenly appears in front of you. And Vesper, it lunges towards you, and you see it before you can react. A charge of electric energy bursts towards you. Um, it's attacking me, right? Yep, it's attacking you. That's a 23 to hit. Hits. Alright, that is 5 lightning damage as the Will-O-Wisp strikes out at you. Oh no. Everyone, let's go ahead and roll initiative. Is is that Josh what I was what I was thinking? You weren't sure, but now I am. Yeah, now now you're sure. Okay. Oh, Willow Wisp. I thought I was thinking William O Wisp. And I also will say that as this encounter begins, all of the other ghosts around you vanish. Oh, okay. That was the better of the two options. Hmm. <laughs> For now. Liberté, it is your turn. Okay, so I actually do know what this is. So... Go ahead and make another religion check, and I'll see what you know about it. Alright. Religion? Yeah, because it's, it's an undead creature, so religion... Yes. Okay. With a 20, I will say Liberté, it, it jumps into your mind. You know that Will-O-Wisps are extremely dangerous. They have resistances to a number of both damages and conditions, and they can turn invisible at will. They are also incredibly difficult to hit. <sighs> okay. With a 20, I will give you the list. Because it is extensive, so everybody try to pay attention here. So Libertate takes a big, deep breath and yells. <laughs> yes. It is resistant to acid, cold, fire, necrotic, thunder, and bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing from non-magical oh, weapons. Oh, boy. It is immune to lightning and poison. So wait, you said bludgeoning and piercing? And slashing from non-magical weapons. Yeah. 
Yep. It is also immune to being exhausted, grappled, paralyzed, poisoned, prone, restrained, or unconscious. And I will also say, Liberté, you know that the worst part about being near a Will-O-Wisp is if you go unconscious. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. I will say that's your bonus action. You still have your action and your movement. Yeah, I ain't moving when I'm standing next to this thing. Uh, magic missile level one. All right. Nine damage total. Okay. You fire off the magic missiles, and it flies up. Hits into it. It kind of just starts to blob the light, starting to pulse a little bit. Anything else, Libertech? No, oh, I'm staying put. All right. Taz. All right, so I'm going to head down here, down south. And given how dangerous this is, I'm going to cast Hex on it. And, yeah, I'm trying to think of what would be a good ability check to... Uh, I guess... Dex? Okay. In case people have to try to get away from it. It's at disadvantage on dexterity now. On dexterity checks, got it. Yep. Alright, and then I will cast Eldritch Blast. 12. You conjure the energy and fire it, and because Vesper is there, you have to be a little bit careful with your aim, and it just goes firing off into the forest over here. Yeah, the only other thing I'm doing is I'm also I guess just kind of keeping an eye open for the caster that came at us because this would also be a good opportunity for them to ambush us. Make a perception check as your bonus. Oh, no, wait, you used your bonus action. You, can, you can't do that this turn. Alexander. Uh, okay. Mm. Talking's probably not going to work considering we're all attacking it. Um... It's hovering off the ground just a little bit, isn't it? Correct. Okay. Now, if someone, let's say, was to try and do a slide under it, would that be my action or my movement? That would be your movement. Okay, cool. Um, I'm going to do that. So I'm going to... Yeah, I'll, I'll just try and slide under it over to here, if I can. You can do it without a problem. Yep, sick. Cool. Um, and I probably don't want to stab a ghosty ball, so I, hmm, uh, it's not out of the question. But for now, I think I will just use the Vicious Mockery, and so I will click that. And I'll be like, hey, imagine having it just like being able to be just 
a reset button. That's all this guy is. He's playing the same scene over and over. Come on, guys. Alright. It hears this. Here's its wisdom save. It's a fail. Fuck you, ghost. Sorry. Alright, so it takes three points of psychic damage. Anything else, Alexander? Uh, nah, it should be it for me. Alright, Vesper. Alright. This is scary. Okay. Can I do a bonus action before my action? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to cast... What was it? Divine Favor. Extra D4 Radiant. Alright, and then I'm just gonna take my sword and go at it. Alright, go ahead and make your attack at advantage, because you are flanking with Alexander. There we go. Once again, you come down with your sword, and as you come down, the Will-O-Wisp kind of flickers out of existence. You pass through where it was, and then it reappears just a foot to the right. You don't hit it, unfortunately. All right. I'm sorry. (laughs) It's your first combat. You can't hit anything. Absolutely nothing. (laughs) All right. Anything else, Vesper? You still have your movement. Oh, um... Nah, I'm just gonna stay right here. Jacques. Okay. Uh, since there's only one enemy, um... Uh, I'll walk up to it. And I'm gonna... You're just forming a little fairy circle around it. <laughs> I guess a uh, bonus action, I will... Uh oh, I don't have it on here. Well, that's not good. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna cast magic weapon on my magic weapon on my longsword. Okay. So level two. And I'll basically two-handed longsword. Go for it. Make the attack. Okay, you have advantage because you're flanking with Libra Tay, so go ahead and attack again. Oh, yeah, that's right, I forgot. <sighs> same. Unfortunately, you and Vesper actually attack at the same time, and Vesper, as you're coming down, Jacques is coming up, and your blades kind of hit, hit each other, and sparks fly, but neither of you connect. Hi. This is going well. Anything else, Jacques? Oh, is it? Uh, it's supposed to be 15, actually, but... It still misses. Okay, I don't know if the armor class is okay. All right. You don't know yet. Yeah. I got change. Anything else, Jacques? No, I'm good. I have a turn there. The Will-O-Wisp, surrounded by all of you, vanishes. Yeah, that's fair enough. Oh, shoot. Is it just gone, or is it... You don't see it. I feel it, though, like, detect it still, or do I need to be, like, still doing that? You can do that on your turn. Okay. Liberté, it's your turn. Um... Okay. So... I'm just kind of going based on... When... 
when Alexander used his spell, the vicious mockery, could I tell if the creature understood his words, or is that just impossible on a will o wisp? You couldn't tell. Can't tell. Okay. I would say that uh, Alexander would have told you for that spell specifically. The creature just needs to be able to hear it. It doesn't necessarily have to understand his language. Yeah, it goes off my confidence. I understand that, but I'm trying to I'm trying to know if it speaks our language or not. Okay. For a different reason. With your twenty earlier, I will say that you know that willow wisps tend to know languages that they knew while they were alive. Okay, still doesn't technically help me. Um. Okay. Uh so. I am going to hold my action. Uh, do you do you allow people to reinsert themselves in the initiative for a turn, or is it just a readied action? Just the readied action, and all you can take is your action, no bonus or movement. Okay, uh, I'm I'm gonna ready a magic missile then to fire uh, when it appears. Okay. Now, as a note, if you don't use that by the end of your turn, you lose the spell. Um. Ah, uh, yeah, that already a firebolt. Okay. Taz. Yeah, I'm gonna move here so I have a better diagonal to where it was. As you move, Taz, you but- bump into something. And you feel a, a jolt of electric energy. Oh, great. You actually moved on top of it. Oh! You're fine. <laughs> Found it! <laughs> so this is an attack at advantage, because you didn't know it was there. That's exactly my armor class. That is 13 points of lightning damage as you step into its space. Wow. Alright, so... There's not much I can do. I guess I can move one so I'm still within melee so it doesn't get an opportunity attack. DM speak, that was its reaction. It was holding its action to attack. Oh, Oh, because it, it it it's not its turn. The only way it would have been able to attack you is by releasing a reaction. Ooh, that makes you move. Okay. Yep. Nice. Yep. Yep. So you still have twenty five feet of movement left. Okay. That and that Eldritch blast. Okay. Ooh. Oh, natural one. Oh. Wow. Okay. I will say that as as you go to fire, you're a little bit unsure of what's going on, and you slip and fall prone. Liberté, as you see it appear where Taz was, you lean over, concentrate that red fire energy, blast it off, and you see it actually hit the Will-O-Wisp, but it doesn't seem to have any effect. I'm reclassed. Yeah, that, that it's 
Its armor class is higher than 17. Oh, oh. Damn. This is dangerous. Anything else, Taz, or is that it? That is it. Alright, you are prone on the ground. Alexander. Yep. Um. Hmm. Uh I'll go for the for Tasha City's laughter on it then. And I'll be like, look at these guys. They can't they can't even hit this ghost. Come on. Like, you know. Come on. Hmm. More insulting everyone else for him to love. <laughs> Make everyone else feel uh, dead. And I'll take whatever points of damage they attack me with. It does not say that it cannot become incapacitated, so I will say that the spell can affect it. That is a what save? Wisdom. Wisdom. 13. Ooh, that's, that's a fail. Yes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> As you say that, the Will-O-Whip starts to kind of flash more quickly and pulse more brightly, and it doesn't seem to be doing anything except hovering. I know that looks aggressive, guys, but it means you can hit it now easily. Easier. <laughs> oh, all right. Just for the heads up. Yeah, and I'll, I'll move down to here, and that'll be my turn. Vesper. Okay, I'm gonna... Once I figure this out... Run up to it, and I still have my Divine Favor, correct? Yep. Okay, I'm gonna go at it with my sword again. You have advantage, because it is incapacitated. It, please, for once. Pray to a god. Lord, please. It's the wrong button. Okay. Did we do it? 19? You bring down your sword and do make contact. <laughs> yes! Nice. I'm not a failure, guys! Its armor <laughs> class is 19. Wow. And I also roll an. Was it? Yep, so go ahead and roll your d4. Okay. That was max damage. Okay, now go ahead and roll two more d6 and another d4. Because it is an auto crit because it's incapacitated. What was that again? Mm -hmm. Go ahead and roll two d6 and a d4. Oh, it's gotta be dead. No, oh, not with that. <laughs> yep, so. Yeah, that was bad. <laughs> oh, dang it. Well, I guess you roll max damage and roll minimum damage. The odds came back. Alright, so oh, I gotta do math. So, it's resistant to slashing, so 8 slashing and 4 radiant? Correct. Oh, that's why resistant. Alright, yeah, you slashed through it, Vesper, but it seems to be holding up alright for the moment. Hit it! <laughs> I believe because it got hit, it makes a save now. Yes, it does. And it has advantage on the save if it's triggered by damage. Well, 13, right? Yes. Still failed. Oh, nice. Yes! 
Hey. Well, it's me, my turn next. I'm gonna finish this phone. Nice job, Esper. As much as that seemed to hurt it, it's still kind of just bobbing up and down and flashing. Jacques, it is your turn. We'll rush up to it. Uh, just in case. Just in case. It gets up. Uh, I was swinging it with a two-handed. Alright, make the attack the advantage. With the... with a magic weapon, yeah. Yep. Advantage. This one. Oh, that misses, unfortunately. Uh, Ow. I'm gonna use my... I'm gonna use my guided strike. I'm gonna use my guided strike. Ooh, add 10. Alright, so that hits. Goodbye, child of unity. Yeah, well, you definitely want to hit this one. But it's a flat six since it's a magical weapon. Correct. You slice through it. And then, bonus action, I'm going sl- to slice th- through it again. Alright, make the attack. 21, yes. That hits. So you bring your sword down through it again. It's still bobbing. Wow, six and a seven. How much health does this thing have? Apparently a lot. Uh, Emma turn. Alright, it is now the Will-O-Wisp's turn. Before that, it gets to make it save again. You hit it twice, so it gets to save twice. Wait, does it crit though? Because I, uh... You are correct. Yes, I did not add that. Because six will be twelve. Yeah, so so that's another yeah, 13 well. points of damage. So it is it is looking fairly fairly rough. There are kind of holes in its in its visage. Why was it thirteen more damage? Auto crit. It was incapacitated, so it's a crit. I thought you had. I thought you rolled dice again for that. Oh yeah, we can do that. I'm just saying because doesn't the crit include his modifier or the the six? Yeah, includes his modifier. Go ahead and roll uh, two more d10. Two more d10s? Yep. Okay. Why does this always happen? All right. Yeah. <laughs> it takes three. Plus two. No, because it's a crit. Magic weapon? That doesn't apply on the or is crit. that only on the that, That's just the crit damage. Ah, okay. Yeah, uh-huh. so instead of 13, which I was wrong about, it takes three. Alright guys. That's what we get for going for more damage. <laughs> it's alright. I appreciate you your honesty. Liberté wanted to turn at it. Thirteen is your DC, right, Alexander? Yeah. Alright. So from the first hit it does save. So technically that second one wasn't a crit, but I'll let I'll I'll let it go. It is now the Willowist's turn. And once again, <laughs> vanishes. Liberté. Uh. And. Who would have thought that going first makes everything harder? Um. See, we knew in advance. That's why we rolled late. Yeah, so my problem is that I've, I've been wanting to cast Suggestion on it, but it only works on a creature that I can see. He's invisible, so I can't use that. And I'm not blowing a level 2 spell slot if he doesn't reappear. So, I'm um, just going to ready Firebolt again. Okay. And that's it. Taz. 
Alright, so bonus action. I want to use the healing potion that I have. Alright. 2d4 plus 2. Oof. So, 4. 4 points back. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I'll back up a few steps and ready an Eldritch Bolt or Eldritch Blast for when it reappears. Hold my action. Okay. What were you going to say, John? Yeah, uh, it goes invisible, right? Is what you said, right? Yep. Uh, does that mean we still get a tag of opportunities? You don't notice it leaving your space, if if it does. Okay. Part of the magic of the creature. Okay. Alexander. Yep. Um. Spells don't have anything really. Um. I'm just gonna hold the vicious mockery for it appears. And that's my time. Okay. Vesper. Um, which I can do. I'm going to... a little bit towards Taz. Uh, here. And... Hmm. This is hard. <laughs> I'm going to cast Shield of Faith on Taz just because I have a feeling that I might try and attack him again. He has the lowest health of us all. And remember, if it's a concentration spell, you will drop your divine favor. Alright. Aw, oh, damn, it is. Hmm. I'll retract that. Sorry, Taz. <laughs> no, it's okay. I think I... Depending upon its speed, I mean, I'm 30 feet away from where it was. I don't know how fast it moves. I wouldn't think it moves all that fast. It only moved 20 feet the last time, which is why I pulled back to 30. They have a fly speed of 50. Ah, okay. Okay. Don't you remember it rolled a 1 on its initiative and got a 10? What does that have to do with fly speed? Because it's... because it's dexterous and it can fly. So, so basically it's a plus nine dex. Oh my gosh. That's why its AC is 19. Oh my gosh. Okay. Things so buff. Um, can I hold an attack? Yep. Okay, that's what I'll do. A melee attack or a ranged attack? Uh, just melee. Okay. Jacques. Okay, I'm gonna move, uh... Oh my gosh. I'm over here. Uh, I guess I'll ready my range attack. Okay, what what are you holding? Uh, my cantrip light. Okay. It's only 20 feet range. There's only 20 feet range. If it's within 20 feet, then I'll cast light on it. Okay. I will say that when it appears, it is light. Uh-huh. Okay. So you you can still do that if you want, but when it appears, it is lit up. 
it's essentially a glowing orb of light. So does so so when it turns invisible, does it, does my light go invisible as well? Uh, wait, say, say that again. Sorry. Yeah, it's it's it doesn't work like fairy fire. Fairy fire would still illuminate a creature that goes uh-huh. invisible, but light light would not. Correct. Oh, so you could you could hold sacred flame. Because no, no, okay, okay. I thought if it was going to go invisible, I thought at least my light would still show. But if it doesn't, okay. Then I'll just hold my. Uh, I'll hold for Alexander. That would work casting fairy fire, but not not on a regular light. I think cantrip. that's a, a touch spell anyway. No, it's a, no. You cast it as a range attack. Yeah. Really? Okay. You, because you can cast it on objects. Yeah. All right. Anything else, Jock? Uh, no. Oh yeah. Okay. It brings us back to the Will-O-Wisp's turn. The Will-O-Wisp is going to appear. And who wants to guess where it is? Anybody want to guess? Taz. We have one vote for Taz. Alexander. I was going to say Alexander. Alexander. Ah! Because he incapacitated it. Yeah, I kind of guessed that too. That's why I said Taz. (laughs) So this is a, a shock attack with advantage. I'm like, oh, hey, buddy. <laughs> 16 to hit. Yep, that'll do it. It rolled garbage for its damage, so that's only six points of lightning damage. And for that, I am thankful. But held actions now? Yep. So whoever has ranged attacks, so that would be Liberté, Jacques, and Taz, you can go ahead and make I your mean. attacks. What were you holding, Alexander? I was holding Vicious Mockery. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Yep. Uh, one damage for Radiant, but hey. Well, just make it dexterity safe. Alright. Liberté hits. It's only going to take three from me. My six is halved. Taz hey! with a natural 20. And, and I get hex damage on it. Yep, go ahead and roll it. Crap damage, but it's a damage. Shit. Hey. Okay. So eleven damage. Out of nothing, like that's that's pretty all right. So I'm I'm gonna do this in order. Dex save for Sacred Flame. Twenty four. Okay. No wait, he's got disadvantage. Oh no, that saves. Never mind. Yep, never mind. So does not take any radiant damage. The firebolt does. Go over your shoulder, Alexander, and dissipate across it. It takes three points of fire damage. Mm -hmm. Right after that comes the Eldritch Blast, which just slams right into it. That is full damage because it's force, and it only rolled one necrotic. So that's 11 points of damage. It is starting to show more and more wear and tear. And then Wisdom save. 15. So it saves. Dang it. All right. So that's everybody's held actions. The Will-O-Wisp is then going to float up into the air 50 feet straight up. So it is 50 feet in the air. Oh, that mother... So I can reach it. Josh, yeah, Josh, I have a question on my damage roll. So I get... I'm supposed to get plus four... Plus four? Yeah, because you have Agonizing Blast, right? 
Right, but so it doesn't that plus four doesn't go on the crit die? No. no. Okay. You, 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 oh, you that's only the get dice it once. roll plus the four, right, okay. So five plus one plus four. Okay. Liberté. So it's 50 feet in the air above Alexander. It went straight up. It is in that exact square straight up. Okay. Um... So can I tell at all? Is this thing dying or not? It does appear to have lost some of its visage. There are some holes and its glow is starting to dim. Okay. Then screw the suggestion idea. I'm going to cast uh, a magic missile. Alright. Go ahead and roll it. 11 damage. Oh, 11. Alright. You all see Liberté once again kind of slam his foot down, conjure up that energy. The darts fire off, slam into it. Its pulse is starting to speed up again. It's starting to go rapid fire now. Taz. Alright, so... I gotta move down to here. So between Vesper and Jacques, and then I will cast Eldritch Blast again. Go for it, make the attack. Yep. The wind up, here's the pitch. Oh, nice. 25, so 7 damage plus the hex damage. Come on, hex, do something this time. Three, so 10 damage. Technically, it's 8 because necrotic is, it is resistant to necrotic. Oh, okay. However, it had five hit points left. So, Taz, what is your finishing touch on this Will-O-Wisp? Ooh. Yeah, so I wind up and I focus really hard and just try to hit it, like, dead center, staring up at it, waiting to see what happens. You do, and you fire, and it goes directly through the center. And and you all hear the fate. And it just kind of dissipates into nothingness. And we are officially out of combat, folks. All right. So quickly looking around, are those spirits back or no? Make a perception check. I'm going to look around to see if there's any loot. Okay, make an investigation check. Nope. I'm... I'm in shock from being hit so hard. You don't see any of those figures, Taz, and it also hey. appears that the mist is starting to dissipate a little bit. I got a five. You don't see anything of of value, Alexander. Uh, does anybody have any healing? I ask meekly. <laughs> I'm gonna s- slap Taz on the back. Again, it's <laughs> just like, <laughs> and I will give you <laughs> two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I I want to look around as well. Okay, for what specifically? Um, uh, hints of people who are not ghosts. Make a perception check. Eight. <laughs> a Liberté looking around, you don't notice anybody else 
in the vicinity as you're looking around. I I ask Jacques if you have enough in you to do another prayer. No, I can't. I could give you uh, some minor healing. However, I wish to say those in case if any of us ever fall. I can quickly... Yeah, no, that's... I, I was looking because Alexander was low, you're low, Vesper's low. Actually, not low. I was doing it well, wrong. You you are still injured, not, not oh. low. Uh. Alexander and I are medium injury. Well, I, f- I finish breakdancing, and then I look over to those guys, and I'm like, yeah, well, I could probably use a little bit of healing. If I'm honest. I'm willing to bet that I have the lowest hit points right now. Uh, Who does? I don't know. Lowest hit points? Yeah, yes. Liberty. Most damage? Well, mm. I'm going to cast uh, Cure Wounds on both Taz and Alexander. Okay. Go ahead, roll it. Yeah, I'll, uh, let's see. There it is. Taz and then Alexander. Yep, first one's for Taz, second one's for Alexander. Ooh. Ooh, I'm feeling all better now. As, as a point of reference, my max hit points is 17. Oh. So when that Will-O-Wisp did 13 points of damage to me? Uh, well, right now that would have killed me. <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Straight up, no death saves. He's done. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, with a Will-O-Wisp, they, uh, if you get knocked out, they just basically eat you. I know. Uh, okay, so what's the plan here, guys? We we just use spells, so we probably shouldn't take a short rest. We could keep going to the other side of the mist to see if anything's going on over there, or we could call it a job well done and head home. The mist is dissipating? Yeah, if you guys wait another 10 minutes or so, the mist eventually completely dissipates. So while we're waiting for it to dissipate, uh, maybe another detect magic to see if there's anything. That's just to make sure, yeah. I mean, you detected what was here before. We'll know if there's still anything here now. Well, I think the ten, I think your 10 minutes of detect magic should still be going, right? After that. No, because I used hex, and that's a concentration. Oh, okay. Concentration right. spell. So we'll wait. I'm up for waiting. It's ten minutes. Does anybody want to look around the immediate area for? Oh, well, we've trampled it pretty much. I was going to say looking for other footprints, but I did. I did look, but I got an eight. Oh, okay, so I'm going to open up my book and begin the ritual and uh, just sit down and relax. I will try to look for some tracks. Okay, make a survival check. Alright. 17. Okay, you walk towards where the other end of the mist was, so you're not looking at your own footprints, and you do find footprints heading in this direction. Alright. Well, we gotta lead in the path, and 
So, anything for the detect magic? It's ten minutes up. Sure. Eventually, the ten minutes comes, Taz. You cast detect magic and do not sense any magic other than your friend's items. Okay. Nope. It seems to be all clear now. So the Will-O-Wisp is the cause of that. So we just killed something dangerous and we're not going to get any money or rewards for it. Depends how we sell it. you got to be a businessman about this kind of things. It's almost midnight, right? I will say now it is midnight at this point. Do we keep... Should we keep going or should we camp? No, let's keep going. We got we got to finish this. We just wasted all of our healing spells as well, so there's no point camping now. I will also say that you are at this point about a two-hour journey back to town. Well, our plan was to spend the night at the farmhouse if they let us, or at least on his porch. <laughs> the thing. Of course, we don't have a tent. That's that's an awful lot of locks for Vesper to try and pick. I could pick them. We've got, we've got a trail. We've got a trail. Let's follow it. Let's go. Why do you think I would pick them? <laughs> I'll either way. Just as well who found it. I guess we'll follow the footprints to wherever it leads. Marching order. Same. Jacques, Vesper, Alexander behind them. Liberté. I'll stand up. I'll, I'll brush off and I'll moonwalk back to everyone else. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm running out of dancers. I don't know many. Um, to be doing that dance from the Spider-Man movie that he does, Spider-Man Two. Yeah. Oh yes, hell yeah! <laughs> oh no, where he's strutting down the street ah. and doing finger guns at everything. Hell yeah, yeah, let's do that. Oh my god, yeah, finger guns. I cringe every time thinking about that. Are we moving stealthily? Or are we moving normally? Can't move stealthily. Ah. We got lights. Well, you can, I can't. We have a liability, we can't do that. So, wait, so, yeah, should... Wait, so maybe I should go in I think I should middle? lead again, and you guys should stealth behind. If it goes bad, then it goes bad. And if it's a person, then I can talk to them. Are we sure we want yeah. him talking to people? Because he has gotten into a lot of trouble <laughs> in the short amount of time that I've known him. Good point. That's yeah, but I've also gotten us out of a lot of trouble in the short time that I've known me. So, Vesper in front, then. It, it's Vesper's turn. All right, Vesper. Okay. All right, so what's the plan? Normally, we'll walk through it normally. 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 Okay, so someone make a survival check to try to follow the, the footprints. I... Come on, survival. Oh! Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, hold up, hold up, inspiration. Well, it's a natural one. I, I, oh, is it? Yeah. It doesn't help. Pointless. One, I'm not, I can't inspire you after you do it. Two, I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I thought inspiration was a reroll. I, no, I got it, I got it wrong. Oh, yeah. So, what is the marching order? Vesper, me, Tass, uh, hold up. Liberté, Alexander yeah, in the back. Yeah, I'll be in the back. Alright. Alexander needs a certain amount of room now. Yeah, so... Flare-wise. Alexander in the, in the far back. 
Natural one, so we probably walked off a cliff. So, Jacques takes the lead, and having noticed the footprints earlier, is fairly confident about his abilities. However, an hour goes by, and you have not found anything. I will also say I need everyone to go ahead and make a constitution save, as you are now pushing into exhaustion territory. A natural twist. Considering I've been dancing this whole time, I'm just in my element, apparently. <laughs> You're feeling pretty good. Vesper, you just make it. Everybody but Liberté is feeling okay. Liberté, you now have a point of exhaustion. Liberté, draw a card. Maybe it'll help you. You look tired. Eventually, though, you all do, miraculously, Vesper kind of getting you guys back on track. You all begin to approach what looks like a small clearing. Across the way, you see a small fire, along with a hut. You see a number of different creatures. Many of different races, some that might not usually work together, sitting around what seems to be a circle of stones. And across the way, Taz, you recognize the female figure. All of the creatures seem to be staring at you as you approach. Okay, let's approach this like without any hostility. And I guess you people who can, you know, can talk to people, talk to these people. So are we all approaching the, like, hut area? That's up to you guys. I think that would be best. Okay. I don't want any of us to be separated. Uh, fast we want to slowly leave. Or... Are you guys okay with this? Uh, whatever you want to do. She seems to be staring and waiting for you to approach. Alright, let's approach then. I guess we'll go as close as we can for, I don't know, uh, right on the edge of the circle, I guess. Uh, Vesper or either Vesper or Alexander trying to talk to her. Okay, I'm following him, but n- I'm not going that close. I'll go join Jacques. Alexander's going to follow up all of you. He's going to be back here jiving away. There's my torch. Come here. Got it. All these animals, they can see us now? They are all staring at you. Ah. They have been since you started to enter the clearing. And they don't seem hostile or anything? Make an insight check. Okay. Ah. Five. Can make- <laughs> you can't tell. Can I make an insight check of the on the lady? Sure, go ahead. 20. She does not appear to have a smile on her face. Oh, boy. She seems to have a bit of a scowl. Her body language is semi-aggressive. You reaching for a weapon? No, I'm not. Ask her about Jenny's jewelry. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How far? Why have you come here? 
we we were we were asked to come here by the town because who speaks I cannot see you I'm gonna walk closer I guess you guess what I come I guess what stay together or you just gonna stay all over there I'm staying as close as I can with Vesper okay we we aren't here to harm you I swear can she see us now She's been looking at you the whole time. She said that because Taz was talking and he was behind all of you. Oh, okay. I thought maybe she was blind or something. So I, I moved out from behind Alexander. The, the town asked us to come here to help Farmer Eric. It, it seems that some suspicious activities were occurring. A scarecrow seemed to be coming to life every night. Was that your doing? Does it matter? Until yes. We're trying to figure it out. We are trying to figure out what and why. She kind of <laughs> scoffs and kind of paces in a small circle. You come to my home where I live demanding answers of me. It's a lot better than you coming and casting magic at us without talking to us. You attacked my friends and murdered them all. Well, no. The, as a point of fact, your friends attacked us, mm. and then you attacked mm. us. I look at Alexander because I'm thinking about those fucking rats. She calls across the way to you, Taz. If you remember, Mr. Elf, your dancing friend struck the first blow. She's right. <laughs> um, I want to defend myself on that, if I may. And I, I will continue doing the Spider-Man 3 walk up there. <laughs> up to where everyone else is, if I could. Um, as far as I was concerned... I was well within the confines of the laws of nature because I was just getting food for my cat, which also lost its life in return. So, I would say fair is fair as far as I'm concerned. Like exchange. Yeah, alchemy and shit. Circle of life. Make a persuasion check. Because she does not know that you are deceiving her. Because she did see the cat. I'm not. Well, I don't think familiar she doesn't know that she doesn't know that Alexander or er, that Charles is a familiar. Right. Oh shit. Oh, no. <laughs> this is why we wanted Vesper to talk. She glances around you. I was pulled into it. I do not see this feline anywhere. It's cause he's dead. You killed him. He's my friend. Seeing as how you attacked first. It appears that he gave his life for yours in self-defense. That's what I'm saying. Fair he died nobly. Perhaps you would like to draw a card? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, no, I, I wanna. I wanna try and do this. Okay. How about we we leave that as, as even, and we we leave it in the hands of fate. I've got a, a completely random deck of cards here. I'll let you draw one card and. Based on the answer of that, that'll decide what happens here. 
she isn't even paying attention to you. <laughs> okay, shit. <laughs> Worth a shot. <laughs> Give me a reason why I should let you walk away. Could, can I say something? She turns her bright elven eyes to you. You see her long flowing robes, pointed ears, hair kind of trailing down past her shoulders. She's wearing uh, what looks to be wooden armor. I'm just going to ever so slowly like walk towards her with my hands up and like uh, I'm not going to hurt you sort of way. Not not any like a condescending like, oh, your animal is about to bite me way. Just like, you know. I got you. Yeah. Just like slowly. Yeah. Yeah. How close are you trying to get? Um, I'm going to stay right here. Just right there. Okay. I don't know how close that is, but. We're here to hear your side of story. Was there something that this farmer did that would cause you to react this way towards him? Just, it's not... Make a persuasion check. Eleven. Your DC was not as high. She looks at you, Vesper, and kind of looks out over all of the creatures there. As I mentioned before, a number of different creatures. You see bears, you see an eagle, toads, wolves, a badger, a bat, boar, basically anything that you can kind of imagine that would live in the forested area you see around here. And she kind of steps forward and spreads her arms wide. Here in the glory glade, we do what we can to protect ourselves and allow Mother Nature to run her course. Yes, there are creatures who need to eat. And she kind of gestures to the bears and the wolves. They feed on other animals. That is only the circle of life. What I stand for, what we stand for, and she again gestures to all of the animals who are, you can almost swear they seem to be standing or sitting and paying attention. We do not condone the senseless ruining of our home. Every year, more and more of our sacred woods are taken. If this continues, we will not hesitate to take back what is ours. Just just so I can get a better understanding here. This farmer that you were near his props, was he trying to encroach on the forest here? All the farmers are cut down our trees. They take our food, destroy their homes, pointing at animals, poison our water. I spend nearly all my time tending to the sick and injured. Sorry to hear that. It's not fair. No, it is not. There are not many who share my ideals. Have you tried speaking to any of the farmers around, trying to make them understand? <laughs> they would not listen to me. They take what they want when they want it. They would not, or they did not? I'm sorry? 
they would not listen to you or they did not listen to you? Would not is what she said. How far is this going to go then? As far as necessary. Only one person. You can't do much. I said, child, all of the farmers in this region are encroaching upon our woods. Our land shrinks each year. Habitats become smaller. Creatures fight for homes. This grove is sacred. I protect these people here. Once they leave the sanctity of my grove, they become a nuisance, a threat. They are shot down, sliced, beheaded. Would you not fight for what was yours if your home was in danger? I would, but there's only so much you can do, isn't there? From their viewpoint, they're only trying to survive as well by being able to provide and put food on their tables. And that's just for them to provide for other people as well. So they need to take more and more each year. You take their side in this. No, I'm not. Honestly, we were done with our job the moment we dispatched those rats. Because our job was to take care of the scarecrow. Well. Our job was to take care of the scarecrow. Yeah, did you do the scarecrow thing? Uh, like, all this is just basically... I don't know. I just want to understand what the reasoning was. But other than that, we were done with our job. No, not if the Scarecrow can animate again the second we leave. She gives you a sly smile, Taz. If only. Wasn't you? I ask again, does it matter? Just for curiosity's sake. Make a persuasion check. Um. (laughs) She just looks at you, no response. Would it benefit you to know of a safer place for you and your friends that is not encroached upon by man and seems to emanate a kind of protected, protective magic? What place is this? You're not talking about that place the very beginning. The Glade, we we were about 10 hours of travel from here that we were held captive by someone and we, we came upon what seemed to be an enchanted grove which was resistant to fires and damages that were being attempted against it we did manage to kill the human that was starting the fires and poisoning the waters and killing 
creatures and, and people alike for his own entertainment. And that area now appears safe to live in. And if it does have its own magics to protect you and your friends, perhaps that's a more desirable place to be. Make a persuasion check with advantage. Ugh. Oh. She kind of cocks her head looking at you. Roll a d20, Taz. Oh, boy. Nine. Okay. She was insight checking you. She looks at Vesper, Jacques, and Alexander. Please back out of my circle. No, let's go. Okay. Place is secluded, though. The town will continue to send more and more and more relentlessly. Are you backing out, Alexander Vesper? Yeah, I'll just give her a look and then leave. Okay. As soon as you all step out of the circle, she climbs up onto this rock and sits down in a cross-legged stance. And you notice that all of the animals around here begin to not leave, but they just slowly back away from the circle itself. So, like, all of the ones that were even, like, on a rock, they move back. And slowly she begins to chant, picks a couple of um, herbs you see out of a bag that she carries and kind of sprinkles them in front of her. And there seems to be a soft, gentle green glow that starts to emanate around the ring of stones. And this goes on for a couple of minutes. Do I recognize what she was saying? Make a nature check. Yeah. I... Oof. Nope. Are we speaking druidic? Too much. Too much time in the library. Not enough time outdoors. <laughs> Were you going to make one too, Liberté, or just Ken? Um, I just. Uh, I would just assume she's speaking druidic. Are you proficient in nature? No. Uh, I'm going to say no then. After a minute or two more of this, that kind of softly glowing green energy seems to increase. And it seems to be like a surge. You know those games at like Dave and Buster's where it's a circle and they have the light that goes around in circles really fast. And oh, yeah. They try to stop it yeah. on a certain <laughs> light. Mm-hmm. That's, that's essentially what it's doing. It's going super, super fast around this circle, just spinning and spinning and spinning. You're getting dizzier and dizzier the longer it's going. And then all of a sudden, you hear a clap, like a clap of thunder. The light dissipates in a green flash, and she is standing, looking up at the sky. She waits for a moment, and all the animals are kind of... They're not sitting anymore. They're standing. They're, like, looking up at her. 
trying to see what's going on, and she lowers her head and turns to look at you all. This place, it exists. You were not deceiving me. No, it exists. I will investigate this. You have my word that until I finish my investigation of this place, I shall not harass the farmers. If it does not turn out to be what you say, it shall resume. Seems fair. Well, that's the best outcome we can get. I bow my head to her. I take you at your word, as you have taken me at mine. Farewell, fellow travelers. You have surprised me. And she turns, walks off this big stone in the center, and walks back towards her hut. Turns her back on you. And all of the animals that are near you start to close in. They all start to get closer to her. Let's go. Back to the farm. Yeah, I did. I really did not want to fight, honestly. All right, are you guys going all the way back to the farm? It's, how long was it? Yeah. It's yes. like what 40, 40 minutes, forty fifty minutes walk. Hour walk? No, the farm is probably hour and a half at mm-hmm. least, and that's if you don't get lost. Which way was the forest going to? Was it like going further away from the town? Yes. Back to the farm. Farm. All right. Yeah, we gotta go to the farm. I'll, I'll, I'll lead us back, I guess. Okay, make a survival check. Oh, nice! Oh, yes. nice. Okay. Finally, yeah. Twenty-three. With with the twenty-three, I will say that you will cut off some of the time. I will say you will get All back right. to the farm in an hour. However, that means I need another Constitution save from everybody in the party for exhaustion. Yes. Whoa. Hey. Wow. Oh man, look at you guys. 16, 20, 21, 22, 14. Yep. Everybody seems to be pushing along. Even Liberté seems to be doing all right. And before you know it, around I will say 3 a.m., you do come back to the outskirts of the farm. Wait, why do why do why do Liberté, Vesper, and I show as Constitution save, and the other show as just Constitution. Because I didn't do it right. <laughs> it didn't matter. Oh. They rolled high enough okay. anyway. This was a Constitution saving throw, right? Yeah, it's... yeah, it was a Constitution save because it, it, was, oh. it was an exhaustion check. But okay. it doesn't matter. You guys made it. Around three in the morning, you come to the outskirts of the farm. Okay, when we were here before, it was all lit up and there was somebody on the roof, right? Correct. There were lights around the roof. However, the lights are now off and you don't see anybody on the roof. That's odd. 3 a.m., why is that odd? (laughs) Well, he's a paranoid person. 
Paranoid people gotta sleep sometime. He also had a party sent by the lieutenant to go fix his issue. I don't think he... Oh, I gotcha. ...anticipates there being an oh, additional Oh, so when, when they show up... Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> They'll get here eventually. Where's the party at, though? No. Is there a barn? Yep, this this is the barn over here. Is there, like, animals in it, or is it just, like, a place for storing? You can go check and find out. Somebody has pen and a pencil or writing materials. Just put a note on the door that says that we're sleeping in the barn so he doesn't freak out. Okay, I, I have that, I think, right? Yeah? Yay, yeah. you do. Yeah, we both got that. Sleeping in barn. Love. What are we... What are we? What do you sign it as the name, Vesper? Um. Alexander and the boys. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Be quiet. I'm asking Vesper what she's signing as the name. Um. <laughs> Ooh, you put on the spot. I am. I was like, I was just gonna like sign my name. Alright, she's gonna sign her name. The Scarecrow. Vesper's Angels. <laughs> I was actually thinking, like, Charlie's Angels because of Charles. Like... <laughs> <laughs> Charles's Angels. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to write down Charles's Angels. Just put it on the door. Wait, is it actual Charles's or just Charles? So grammatically correct or grammatically incorrect? <laughs> I'm, like, really tired, so I don't bother with everything. So it's probably grammatically incorrect. Charles. Charles. All right, it's Charles's angels. Charles's angles. <laughs> yeah, angles. <laughs> angles. All right. While Vesper is putting the note on the door, Taz, you go up to the barn and discover it is locked. Ah. Uh, just, we just. Can anybody pick a lock? Am I still overwriting the note? Yeah, you're going to be over there for a minute. Alexander, can you pick a lock? I'm going to rape you. I could see what happens, but um, probably not. Why don't we just sleep here on the field right here? I think, yeah, we, we can sleep here. It's fine. But more importantly, and I'll, I'll step up to the group, and I'm like, it's nearly dawn. Who wants to Who wants to pick a card? Come on. Oh, knowing the effects won't last long. Go ahead, Taz. Did we just get Taz suggesting that he'll do it? I'm, I'm keen. <laughs> How close to dawn is it? It is 3 a.m., so probably three or four hours. Uh, I need sleep. <laughs> I unload my bedroll and I, I unload my bedroll and I sleep here. That's a good point. Alexander can't sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's if he wants to move. Wait, I would wait, argue. yeah. So it, it, he only has to dance if he wants to move. Oh, okay. Yeah, so if, it, if he sleepwalks, that's a whole nother issue. But we haven't addressed it. Is Vesper yet. back yet? Yeah, she's back. Okay. Before, before somebody pulls a card, let's go over what effects we know of so far. Sudden urge to dance. Right. No, that's just been me the whole time. The card did nothing. <laughs> Personality change or 
Mm. I don't know if it was changing someone to the opposite of what they are or whether it was just a calming which is what happened to Gothrak the gold dragonborn disappeared I'm really concerned about that one one guy disappeared one guy turned old um, Alexander one, one stopped someone chasing you what card did you get and what did it do when you pulled it in the mansion it instantly stopped Gothrak in his trap in his tracks I believe but what did it really do no we didn't believe that the first time that's what I'm I'm pretty sure that's what happened I can roll persuasion deception whatever you want but you did the last time and failed yeah but Alexander did not see the card he doesn't know because I pulled it out and faced it directly towards him. We don't know what it did. You don't know what it did. Oh, you just God. know that, that one oh, of okay. them got older and the other turned invisible, as far as you know. No, I'm talking about the card Alexander pulled in the mansion. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Uh... Because I was running I was running away, I turned away, and then Yu-Gi-Oh style, I pulled it out and faced it towards him. I didn't look at it. No, you did not. You showed you showed it to Gothrak. Yeah. Okay. So we don't. So I don't know. So we don't know what that one does. Okay. Do do I as a person know what it did? Hell yeah. But know what it said at least or had. You don't know what it did, Alexander. Yeah, but you you told me what it. Well, you said what it looked like. I remember that, but I. Oh yeah, yeah. Alexander doesn't know. You don't know what the effect was. Okay. Correct. So, uh, the dragonborn did not just disappear. Probably. No, I know what I know what happened to him. He was around committing crimes the rest of the day. Well, how do you know what happened to him? <laughs> because I was the dragonborn. Or the what? <laughs> I I used my disguise self so I could pull a card without anybody knowing it was me. Insight check that. <laughs> Make an insight check, and roll with advantage. Because he couldn't possibly be that tall. <laughs> he seems to be telling 100% the truth, Vesper. Let me worry all day. Well, yes, it was great. <laughs> I, I... You, you have a peculiar sense of humor, Liberty. I'll go over and high-five him like it was pretty good. <laughs> so, um... What what the card did is it uh, gave me the ability uh, to go incorporeal. I drew a picture for you. <laughs> so I don't draw. <laughs> what do you what do you mean incorporeal? At will, I could um, basically enter the ethereal plane. Um, I could walk through walls and become invisible all at the same time at will. That's pretty sick. Let's pull a card. You couldn't see into the ethereal plane, but essentially you could turn yourself invisible and walk through walls as if you were a ghost. Right. Uh, and so when Jock was missing, uh, the reason why I took off was so that I could search all the other rooms. Yeah, fair enough. I just walked through all the rooms, invisible. Huh. 
Did Damn. you see anything interesting? <laughs> Who's asking me that? God. God. <laughs> <laughs> so, I kind of I, I kind of look around and said, "Yeah, I saw a couple of interesting things." Who said that? No. Um. Yeah, so all of a sudden, Ascarius card is now one of the best cards. So, let's... So I, pull a card. I, Come the, on, Ted. The only reason I'm bringing it up is because, obviously, there are some good effects, too. I mean, that was great. The reason you didn't bring this up sooner? Uh, it's funny. Because I felt like it would be a bigger story if I waited a couple days before telling you what happened. So, when you went down to talk to the bartender yeah I went I went like I went like halfway down the stairs and then went invisible and then went through all the rooms looking for a shock that's why he wasn't down there when you went looking mm -hmm. for him because he was already back upstairs okay that mystery is solved so out of two three four Five cards, we have one unknown, one good effect, I'd, and I would say two, three, three bad well, ones. Well, the, uh, the unknown effect couldn't po couldn't possibly have been anything bad, and the Gothric thing is at best a neutral. Well, depends. If you do it to a calm person, is it going to cause them to be a murderer, or... We we don't know quite yet the effect personality. Well, I mean, Gothric punches throats, but he never killed anybody for no reason. Right, but this had the this had the opposite effect of his personality. Who has the worst personality here? Um, <laughs> the worst personality. We all turn and look at Alexander. I would say self-serving. <laughs> But I wouldn't say the worst. So anyway, Taz Polka. I, I, I would I would hate to see the opposite. I'd be helping everyone. It would suck. I'd be very good, actually. <laughs> I think you should pull it. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, he already pulled it. Alexander already pulled one. Damn. Trapped. Okay. Uh, one of you three needs to pull one, though. I already pulled one. I think I'm going to go to sleep. No. <laughs> You're the one I want to pull it most. <laughs> Alright, Vespa, the, the, the card, your destiny. At the end of the day, we need to know what they all do. How many hours are left? Right, it's not long. If only like three or four. The longer you guys are up, the less time. So probably three and a half hours or so. Three, three and a half hours. If you do it now and it doesn't take, it doesn't, you know, um, incapacitate you, then we can all rest and forget about it and then do it all again tomorrow. But... If we wait, then we all don't get a rest. So we, let's... we have to keep watch. Yeah, exactly. I'm going. So I'm, I'm going to go start my short rest. Short rest. A oh, bed roll, just well, real quick. Almost defeatedly, just like, ugh. and then I'm going to go say, okay, I'll take a card. All right. Okay. I will reach out the deck and you can grab one. Roll a d20, Vesper. Terrifying. I'm so happy you guys gave this to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait. That. Oh, 
the cards randomize, so oh, but the eighteen we rolled. Oh shoot, no <laughs> Yes, Vesper are you showing everybody the card? Just like display it. You are or are not? I'm displaying it, yeah, like I'm one of those YouTube BD gurus who like show things. It's just like here it is, guys. Okay. Oh, you draw the card, look at it, and then kind of show it to everybody. And you all see uh, what appears to be a mirror. It, it is very large. And it appears to just be reflecting a window on the opposite side. And as this happens, Vesper and Alexander, you've seen this effect. Vesper, your hair begins to change, your skin sags, Aww. and you appear as mm-hmm. much, much older. I'm just going to run. <laughs> <laughs> you do not feel any different. Hmm. See, this is good to know. It's a partial. And old people like sleep, so... When she talks, does she sound old? Essentially, you appear half of your lifespan older. How old am I again? (laughs) So if you're a human, and say human lives to 100, if you're 25 and you pull the card, you look like you're 75. But other than that, you have no ill effects. Okay, so after she after she pulls the card, I just take the deck of cards from Alexander, and he can't stop me. Nah, he still has them. Aww. Gotta, like, steal them from him. <laughs> so, Vesper, you now have an idea of what you're gonna look like in a lot of years. Can I see myself? Because, like... I will minor illusion so that she can see what she looks like. Am I, like, still attractive? Like, old person attractive? Liberté, make an arcana check. Make an arcana check. We'll see how good it is. (laughs) Okay, I'm also attempting to do this so that there's half as many wrinkles. (laughs) Okay. Vesper, you're you're pretty good looking. Uh, Yeah. Silver fox. Well, once again, she's a woman, not a male. That's the second oh. time that's happened tonight. It's fine. Uh, not bad. I think that is probably a decent spot to end. 